Welcome to the MCU In Review Podcast. Hey, we review the MCU old and new. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at MCU In Review. That is one word, ladies and gentlemen, MCU I In Review. Give us a like, a comment, and let us know what you think over there. Hey, you can also find us on Facebook, MCU In Review. It's a group. Join us. It's a good meme time. We'd love to have you. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. I am one half of your host today, and I'm joined by my other half, Emmy. Emmy, how are you? Feeling a little twitchy. Feeling a little twitchy today. A little, a little twitchy just, today. Just a little twitch. Just just here and there. Um, Which is, it's, it's odd, because I honestly, I have no idea what twitch is. I know that my, my students love it, so I assume it's some kind of porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, to start right there, to start? Right there, yep, yep. Well, Coming in hot. Jeez, can't even edit that. This is the intro. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's actually a, a, a video streaming website uh, that I, I usually watch it for video game streaming. It, you can watch a bunch of the different people just chatting, which is why we're here. We are okay. We are now going to be broadcasting on Twitch every single podcast so we're excited to be part of the twitch crew um we thought it'd be cool to have a video podcast um we're gonna try to announce it kind of either the day before or same day we're sorry for short notice but we want to kind of let everyone know hey come join us we're hanging out um and uh really just having more of an interactive experience through twitch uh we we think it, it could prove just really really awesome to have more interaction so twitch it's mcu in review all one word we promise not to plug it like crazy um, but yeah, it will be a part of our show going forward. Uh, we will still be obviously doing the audio podcast. So you're listening to that right now. If you're uh, one of our Apple podcasts, Google podcast, Spotify, or whatever, uh, podcast platform you use, um, that will not be going away, but we wanted to give an option for, Hey, if you want to hang out with us, if you want to talk with us, if you've ever wanted to interact with the show, we will be live on Twitch every single week, uh, talking about the podcast or actually not talking about the podcast. That would be boring. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is MCU interview talk. Um, did you like that part where Emmy <laughs> made that, where she made that joke when she said this? No, we will actually be having the podcast on our Twitch. It'll be available momentarily. You'll have it for about 14 days, the video version. So, uh, audio will always stay up. So, uh, yeah, it gives just a, a nice little, um, I don't know. Like I said, if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to talk in the show, get a shout out, uh, join us on our Twitch. Uh, you can follow us over there and you'll be notified every time we go live. Cool. I'm very excited to be a part of a new community. Yes, a new community. The way you <laughs> enunciated was so wonderful. A new community. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm just, I, I really, we're obviously it's just Emmy and I this week. If you, you notice so far, obviously you have, uh, where's Clinton, where's Clinton. And I don't blame you for thinking that at all. You know, Clinton, obviously he, he's got, um, he's got prior commitments that he is taking care of for this week. So we are going to roll without him. We are, we are seeing that, Hey, you know what? We, we can, we can do this without Clinton. I think it was kind of a mission. Honestly. Yeah. You know, like we don't need Clinton. I mean, we don't need Clinton. We don't, we don't. And a lot of people are like, man, he's the backbone. He's the reason why, you know, everything, you know, just really, really interesting stuff. And I am, and Emmy and I kind of disagree. We, we think we can do this without him. We think we are uh, better without him. And, uh, you know, we're actually going to add a new segment. Um, at the end of usually you'll hear 
and then we head on out and you hear the outro and uh, that's it. You just hear the drum and it's over. It's gone. We're actually going to do our first MCU interview post credit scene. So after that intro plays, you will hear from Emmy and I at the very end of that. So if you stick around, yeah, you get a little Easter egg from the MCU in review uh, crew. So take that Clinton. We thought of that without you. So yeah. Yeah. I read all of the Wikipedia pages about all the comics so that I could be more knowledgeable about all the comics than you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Clinton. So yeah. Um, And we've been through a road, quite a road. And it's really cool to see where we're at now. If you've been following along with our Marvel Cinematic Universe retrospective, we've reviewed Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, The First Avengers, Marvel's The Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and there's a movie right after this one. A movie right after this one. And yes, we did all those with Clinton, but to prove we don't need Clinton, we're going to review Spider-Man. Spider-Man without Clinton. And uh, that's that's it. And we hope you look forward to this because Spider-Man is a wonderful, wonderful movie and uh, really looking forward to it. And uh, so, Emmy, you know, we usually kind of break down Rotten Tomatoes and uh, the casting. Uh, Where do you want to start with this one? Well, I will, I will say that this one had no working title. Mm. I don't think that anyone was really anticipating this movie. Gotcha. Um, critics gave it a 90%. 90%. Wow. Audiences gave it a 67%. Really? I'm yeah. shocked it's that Big low. difference. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, so this is, and I really think the casting is really, really interesting on this one as well. Um, uh, you know, Spider-Man. I think a lot of people probably had decisions or choices like who they would want to play as Spider-Man. This would be probably interesting. Who's going to play MJ? This is going to get really mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, I, I think everyone was kind of wondering uh, who who's going to be these key characters. So uh, if you want to elaborate who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man, the man, the myth, the legend, the middle-aged man. I should have led with that. Should have led with that. <laughs> Toby Maguire yes. playing a senior in high school, like could not have gotten better than that. No, I completely agree. And Toby Maguire, when he was playing Spider-Man, uh, you know, I, it's funny at the time, I think I was more like, Oh wow. Um, this is like, I believed it when I saw it, but it's been so long since, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's definitely not aged the best. Like you're really no, like, it has not. you're looking at Toby Maguire. You're looking at, um, you're looking at Kirsten Dunst. You're looking at, uh, uh James Franco, and they all look like mid to late 20s, if not early 30s. And you're like, you're not a high school student. What is it? Was, it was very interesting. But they did themselves a service by casting everyone in the high school middle-aged. Like, they're all way too old to be in high school. Like, Flash was too old. Yes. Like, all of the students. Flash was and like 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Truly looked like he had failed like four or five times. Like maybe they were in like one of the adult uh, where you get like your GED. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the kind of high school they were in. Right. That, I, but, um, I, I guarantee that was it. Yeah. He was definitely in his uh, 20th year on the GED program. So uh, yeah. kudos to him. And you know, what's crazy of this movie being right after guardians of the galaxy volume two, you know, it's, it's almost felt like it was older. You know, it felt like like the the, yeah. the opening credits felt a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt a little dated, but I think they were going kind of for a retro look because Spider Man is such a a prominent character. You know, yeah. he's been around for so long. Why not have a retro feel? If that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, I definitely, I definitely get that. I feel like the CG and the just like the stunts did not work. Just the way you said at all. Stunts. They did not stunts. You're like stunts. What's, other, not, what's what's the stuff that's not CGI'd? Like the like just practical just effects. Up. Yeah, yeah. All of it, all of it looked bad. Like it didn't hold up. Mm. Yeah, and it's funny because like. I remember it's like, who am I? You sure you want to know? And then like every good story, it starts with a girl. And I was like, oh, I'm shocked that they're taking this approach. This is very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like this is different from Marvel Studios. I've, I've never seen them kind of go this this route. Um, I thought it was very, very interesting. So, you know, and then we see Tobey Maguire kind of in school, like where he, well, first he's on a bus and he's trying to like catch the bus and everything. Classic story. Then he gets on the bus and he's being laughed at. And it's like, he has like a Forrest Gump thing happen right there. He's like, you can't sit here. Can't sit here. You know, like, and he's just looking all sad and down and you, you kind of start feeling for little Tobey Maguire. Yeah, for sure. Like the 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 bullies in this movie are so overtly bully and mean. A very cliche like bully like, too. Yes, yes, and not like the the like they've aged the bullies too because I feel like bullies these days are less overt and they're more um, digital. Mm, yes, was not that this was like classic nineties. Like eat your shorts, shove you in a locker. <laughs> yeah. Found it in. It was just really interesting to start out the movie like with this school bus scene because I was like, "Wow, a bunch of thirty-year-olds on a school bus. This is interesting." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you've been in, in a school bus in your thirties. No, I have is, not. They are not comfortable. <laughs> I the last time I was in a school bus, I was probably fifteen, sixteen years old. It was right before I got my license and never saw one ever again. So, actually, maybe that's a lie. We went on band trips, and I think we had I to take a couple. Say. We had to take a couple school buses. So, never mind. I'm lying there, but I. I since I've been in a, out of high school, I have not had to get into a school bus. Thank goodness. Since then, you know that would have been a really good goal of mine coming out of high school to be like, I will never sit in a school bus again. You already failed I've it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, and, and you know we see like James Franco and William Defoe that are playing Goblin Junior and Goblin Senior, or Harry and uh, Harry Norman. and Norman Oswald. Um, the, Osbo- Osbo- I, I put uh, sorry Osborne. Sorry. It, Autocorrects. I'm done with autocorrect. Um, this is why I need to take notes on paper. Um, and then, did you know, like, they're talking about nanotechnology. Oscorp is behind nanotechnology. So this is tying in with Iron Man with the Avengers Infinity War tech. I thought that was yeah. really interesting. Really interesting. I did I did catch that, and I was like, what? That's crazy. It, um, d- it definitely all rolls together. See, Clinton, we don't need you. We don't. We absolutely don't. I mean, and I, I just, I feel like this movie... I saw it. I know I saw it in theaters, but I feel like it was just so long ago for me. Like it was not just 2017. It must have been. Yeah. Like it feels like it was almost 18 years ago. Yeah. It feels very 2002 to me. Yeah. You, you know, um, it, it feels very like, oh, okay. Maybe even before 2002, honestly, it, it definitely feels dated. It, it, it feel, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that's just a testament to Marvel is it almost feels like these are timeless classics that we're watching. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that they had the wherewithal to even like put that little Easter egg in, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm sure that nanotechnology hasn't been a science word for forever to make you sound really smart. Oh, of course. Of course. Like it's, This is, this is a, a legit Marvel move. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I, okay. So I just said, I, I did see it in theaters. I would like to know, Brandon, what were you, your thoughts watching it back then? See, I feel like we kind of didn't go there. 
Yeah, see, I and I'm just I, I have no problem with uh, saying uh, that I am a, a 32 year old man. Um, you know, you can judge me all you want. And this movie came out what three years ago, 2017. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I remember being four- I'm about there, give or take a year. <laughs> yeah, I was about 14 years old when I saw this in theaters, okay. and I remember being in eighth grade and watching spider-man on the screen and thinking oh wow this this is huge for me this is i mean from uh from a geeky kid i remember having so many spider-man figures the two figures i had the most of were the very cliche figures were uh and i still collect action figures to this day i had spider-man and batman those were my favorites and Mm -hmm. i and i i remember seeing spider-man on the screen we hadn't really seen a good superhero movie or at least in a very comic book fashion in a long time and i saw this movie probably three times in a grade like that was back then and i know it was only three years ago but i remember the payphone. i remember having to put a dime in the old car mic to call my mom to pick me up and <laughs> i mean that's all i mean three years ago is a long time and I, I remember you know hey mom come pick me up and you know uh i remember buying the soundtrack and i listened to the soundtrack all the time so yeah uh three years ago it was it, it seems a lot longer but it was really just uh, a wonderful, wonderful experience. It was a great movie. And uh, I just remember, you know, at least 2017, it didn't feel like we made such a big deal about CG. It didn't seem like we, you know, it felt like HD TVs weren't a thing then. It didn't feel like, you know, high def was not a thing. So you didn't really see as much as we do now, which kind of showcases, gosh, we've really leapt in three years. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really see the quality. I didn't really see a lot of the things that were a little, ugh, you know what I mean? Watching this again. Um, I, I, I thought, Oh, you know, this is pretty darn good. So I will say, uh, back when I was 14 years old, three years ago, I, I definitely really appreciated it. So what was your thoughts? Um, you know, back in 2017, watching the very first Spider-Man with Toby McGuire. Well, okay. So three years ago, if you were in eighth grade, that would have put me in seventh grade. Yes. You're you're one year younger than me. Yes. Yeah. That was a, that was an odd year. That whole seventh and eighth grade were really odd. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, Remember, this was kind of that first glimpse, and I was like all hardcore Batman, and this was like the first glimpse into like the Marvel universe. And I remember watching this movie. You're the first glimpse into the Marvel universe. Or, or sorry, um, I guess it felt like the first glimpse. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It Marvel. felt. It felt like the first glimpse for me too. I agree. Yeah, and because because of that, I think that's why we we neglected to see some of the glaring mistakes that they made. Like maybe they, they knew that this movie would be so well loved and so well remembered that, that those things would kind of fade in the distance. Mm. Um, so it's well-spoken. Yes. I, I remember, and this is so like from 2017 to now, just the, the things that I've gone through in my life. I loved the romance. Like, I was not a comic book nerd, but this movie was like, oh my gosh, it's so romantic. Like she loves him. And I, I don't even know because looking back on it now, it's like, no, she cheated on Harry with Spider-Man and then realized that like, she liked Peter Moore. Mm-hmm. And then like Harry shouldn't have been with her in the first place because bro code, yes. which does not just apply to dudes. Like that's like hundred percent around the way. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, looking back on it now, it's like, so golly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I remember thinking that the that upside down kiss. I was like, man, that's so romantic. That's the hottest thing ever. I love it. I wish that was that was. Yeah, we all wanted yeah. to be either Kirsten Dunst or Peter Parker in that scene. Back in 2017, have you have you tried that ever? Uh, yeah, I I I think so. Uh, it's been three years, but you know, a lot's happened. Uh, you know, exactly. from from 14 to 32. Um, but yeah, like I would say, like if you didn't try the Spider Man kiss uh, from three years ago, which is way back then, uh, really, what are you? Uh, are you even a human? So yeah, I mean, back then, yeah, I I remember that being a. You know, it's weird because I'm not a big fan of like Nickelback and. Um, Chad, uh, I think his last name is Kroger. Um, oh, Chad Kroger, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not a big fan of that, but man, I remember listening to the 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 song "Hero" by Josie Scott and Chad Kroger, and just three years ago, your music taste can change a lot in three years too. Because mm-hmm. I was like, they say that a hero can save us, and I was like, oh man, this this is not aged well in three years. Um, but yeah, it's just it's interesting, very interesting. Um, after, well, hold on, wait, I've got to go back for a real hot second, oh, go really for quick. And say when you tried the Spider Man kiss, uh, was it as romantic? No, God, as- <laughs> no, okay. it was a fail. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure if I tried that right now, no matter what, that kiss, it like it's just logistically it doesn't work out. Like the top lip and the bottom lip, like that's not how kissing works. Oh. It's not. It's not. And and one of the like biggest things that they had to they had to go and reshoot that a whole bunch because he was upside down and it was raining and so water kept getting into his nose and so he was pretty much just being waterboarded like it's so not <laughs> I romantic. did not know that I did not know that actually yeah um and then you oh that song so I watched this movie last night and I don't know how many times I broke out into that song today in front of kids and they looked at me like I've never heard this song before and I was like, it was just three years ago like like yeah. you still remember, like you call me on your cell phone, and that was like five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, Chad Kroger yeah. and Josie Scott. That that was all over the radio three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I completely agree. So, um, well, I guess we can go into our thoughts now, and I guess the thoughts now, um, oh wow, this this movie has aged, you know, for more than you would think. <laughs> You know, you could probably say the same about us. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, you can definitely say that this movie has aged um, not the most gracefully. Yeah. For three years, you think, oh, you know, maybe it's not that bad, but it, it's it's aged a bit. Um, and I, I don't think anything's wrong with that. I really don't. Um, you know, some movies age, but I won't lie. Um, I watched um, a, a, a similar movie, and I think it was like maybe it was just a fan fiction. It was Spider Man Three. Because we haven't had a Spider-Man three yet, but yeah, but obviously. I watched a fan fiction Spider-Man three with Tobey Maguire and Topher Grace. <laughs> Imagine that, and uh, <laughs> God, that is definitely fan fiction. And like I remember despising that movie, and I I saw it not too long ago. It was probably a couple months ago. I was watching it through a streaming service, and that fan fiction was. Uh, but this one, besides some CG, some graphics, uh, some some practical effects, and some questionable dialogue here and there, uh, and don't get me wrong, there it's there, but it really wasn't that bad. I was kind of grinning a little bit through out watching it um there's some cringe there's a lot of cringe actually but i won't lie i didn't hate this movie i thought it was decent and it kind of brought me back to a simpler time when i was uh, 14 years old so mm-hmm. yeah that's why i think i loved it so much so much going back and watching it was that it, it was a nostalgia thing for me yeah but there were so many things that i found that i didn't like about it oh like for example yeah this is a comic book movie get that romance out of here 
Blah. Yeah. No, we don't, don't need we it. don't like romance. Blah, blah. I want like character development. I mean, as like the first Spider-Man, I guess it's okay. Yeah. But, like, I mean, you know, I just, it's, uh, I mean, it's immediately like, he's like, we joined this. And it, of course this, this is like a, this is a story about a girl, like immediately goes right into that. And I was like, wow, I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. So, which, and it is a very good origin story. I will say that I did like actually seeing because, um, kind of like, um, oh, who is it that we don't get any kind of origin for? Um, who, who do we not get any, the Hulk? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Are there's, you talking about the MCU? Yeah. There's some character. I just, I can't put my finger. I feel like it's a very similar story, but they just don't go into how he um, gets powers and creates a uniform. And yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting too, because uh, yeah, this one it's, it's weird because I don't know other, like if they made another Spider-Man movie, I'd be curious to see if they would go into this depth, this in-depth of a, uh, of an origin story. I thought it was really, really appreciated that they did for this one. Um, but let's just say, and this is crazy. I know you're going to think, wow, you're going crazy, Brandon. But what if they like rebooted this twice? You know, like what if they made another? Why? Why? Yeah, exactly. This is perfect. Why would you make another Spider-Man? And then after that, make another Spider-Man. Oh my gosh, that's a little too much. I agree. Yeah. Uh, you know who would, who would, who would be uh, against us right now? We're agreeing so hard, but you know who'd be against us? Who? Clinton. Clinton? Yeah, Clinton. I, 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 Clinton would be totally pro reboot. Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, they should reboot, reboot it, and then probably reboot it again, and then get the right Spider-Man." Well, you know what? Tobey Maguire is in the MCU, and he's the right one. And you know, this is awesome because, kind of speaking of ties in the MCU, this is directed by Sam Raimi, who is now directing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. There's yeah. just a wonderful tie-in to this movie in the MCU and the nanotech, and it's it's pretty woven in the fabric of everything Marvel Cinematic Universe relate uh, in the universe, I guess I should say. You, you We're talking about doing a reboot. What would be even more wild is if they rebooted this movie and Tobey Maguire is 25 when this movie was being shot. So he he's another one that did a miraculous age jump. Oh. I'm pretty sure that he's 57 now. He's 48 and a half. Um, anyway, but what would be even more wild is if they cast someone who was older than Tobey Maguire in the reboot but everyone believed it better. Really? Oh, that's interesting. Really? Toby <sighs> McGuire's 25. And I, you know, like they've kind of talked about having the reboot. Um, and, and the, I mean, we just, I, this movie is three years old. I don't understand why you would even <laughs> reboot it at that point. I know. I know. It's, it's a little, it's, it's a little crazy. sudden. If you ask me, I don't, but care the people it. who are there talking about is he's, he's 26. Mm. <laughs> and then, and then if they reboot, reboot, if they re-re-reboot. Which they should never the person, do. No, but that person is only 20. So maybe that's. Wow. Wow. He's more in the realm of possibility. I guess that makes sense to have like a 20 year old more and because that's two years out of high school instead of 30 years out of high school. So I kind of appreciate <laughs> that. But I, I, I think Toby's the only Spider-Man, you know, and, you yeah. know, we'll see him later on in Infinity War and Endgame and, uh, you know, kind of talk about his roles in those movies as well. But yeah, uh, Toby Maguire, just a solid choice. And, uh, you know, Speaking of casting, James Franco, did he just seem like a robot to you the entire time? Like, yes. Okay. Cause like every time he talked, he's like, like even when it was supposed to be like an emotional scene, he's like, you know, like, oh, my, fa 
Mary Jane, why aren't you wearing the black dress? My father loves black. And I was like, well, that's creepy for one. Why would it matter what kind of, that's weird. I've never said wear a dress to make my father happy. If I've <laughs> ever said that in a sentence, bleh. anyway, but then she's like, I thought you would just like it, whatever it is. He goes, oh, Mary Jane, don't go. Like he, he was just, I don't know. It was really just robotic and weird. It, I've seen James Franco act and I, I'm a big fan of Freaks and Geeks, which he acted yeah. before this movie. Um, Freaks and Geeks came out what? Oh gosh, I can't remember. It was like 2000. 2000. Yeah, 2000, 2000, 2000, 2001. So it, it, it'd been about 17 years that have passed since this movie and, Fre and, and Freaks and Geeks. However, like I just, I've seen him act decently. This movie, I don't know if it was just he read the character wrong or maybe it was his own interpretation of the character. I'm not sure. It was just very, very weird, I guess I should say. Yeah, he definitely, he was very robotic. Um, and I remember seeing this movie and thinking, man, he's cute, but he does not have an acting career. So it's funny that you say that because I I truly. Even even seventh grade Emmy was yeah. thinking that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I, I was also thinking he fine though. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sometimes he fine can take you some places apparently. Yeah. But. Oh yeah. Okay. So we've, we've touched on with Toby. All right. So what do we think about Kirsten? Um, MJ all day. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. a little cringe here and there. I won't lie. There's some scenes, but I think out of anyone when it comes to acting, MJ or Kirsten Dunst, I should say, killed it. Um, actually, two people. I think Kirsten Dunst did really well with what was given, but I also thought William Defoe did really, mm -hmm. really, really well. And a lot of people yeah. like have him as his, like a dream casting for the Joker. Um, I, I, I just when I watch this movie again, I'm all like, God, he was just a great goblin. I mean, and especially considering how you know hokey this feels, how early 2000s this feels. I thought. For his acting job, he really did the best that he could have done. And I mean that in a great way. Like, I thought he really killed it with some dialogue. So I, I really appreciated it. I completely agree. And he went so far into this role that he did 90% of his own stunts. Really? Which meant that the costume department had to make a more rubberized, lighter suit so that he could move better in it. That's pretty cool. Fun fact. That's cool. Um, and somebody who was supposed to replace him, mm -hmm. Michael Keaton. Wow, Michael Keaton. Oh, I would not have not, hated yeah. not replaced him, I guess, but who was also up for the role. Wow, Michael Keaton, especially what, um, you know, and it's weird. I'm going to say something really far-fetched, and please, I need you to hear me out. Mm -hmm. With Michael Keaton, I this is kind of a weird villain. This is kind of a, a very, I wouldn't say, it's more of a what's a good word I'm looking for? It's, it's not a popular villain. It's, it's a very obscure, I think is the word I'm looking for. Obscure Green villain. Goblin? No, 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 no. The one I'm talking, I'm about to talk about. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. The, for, for a Spider-Man villain though, I, and I, I don't think he's great in the comics, but for some reason I think he could do it justice in a movie. I would mm -hmm. like to see Michael Keaton play the vulture. I really, yeah. I really would. I, I think he would play a great vulture. Um, you know, pair him up with a Tobey Maguire. I think some magic could really happen. I really do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But definitely Tobey Maguire. That needs to be. Oh, if Tobey Maguire gets recasted, I'm going to be. <laughs> trust me. I'm done with the MCU. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. 
we're over. Sorry. I mean, you know, like I, it's, it's a relationship right now. I'm expecting you to commit. And, uh, if you get rid of Toby, you know, Mark Ruffalo and, uh, you know, that and Edward Norton, that's one thing. I think that was a, that was a step up, but no one could be better than Toby McGuire. I, I mean, Absolutely not. so yeah. Um, so JK Simmons, Oh. Can we talk about him for a second? J.K. Simmons. Uh, that is uh, J. Jonah Jameson, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know his name. He's the newspaper guy. That yes, Spider-Man. That, that is J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> um, and yes, uh, n- you know, it's funny. You keep bringing up and you're proving me wrong. And I agree with you. I mean, an amazing casting. Like if they even did a re re reboot or something like uh-huh. that, I would love to see him still play J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> just he, pop up. Just yeah. pop up. Like even if it's just 10 seconds at the end of a movie, just, oh my gosh, he played it so well. Cut off all his hair, make him bald. That's still J. Jonah Jameson. I don't care. And like, just so funny when he would like, he's like uh, talking about, he's like Spider-Man and the green goblin. I made up that name. You know that all these freaks need a name. And it was just really funny. It was a really, I thought they really did well with the naming convention, like with the wrestling announcer announcing Spider-Man and with J Jonah Jameson coming up with the green goblin. It didn't mm-hmm. seem cliche. It didn't seem uh, like you know, he even goes, I'm the human spider. And he goes, I didn't, I don't care. Get out there. And like, that's a stupid name. It's a stupid name. And it is. And I, I thought that was a really clever way to like, not make it hokey. Like I'm the green goblin, you know, like it was like, Hey, he never says he was the green goblin. It was a, it was a tag in a newspaper. And I really love that. So anyway, uh, but going back to your original point, uh, Jameson, um, you know, JK Simmons, I'm absolutely phenomenal. I was laughing or smiling every time he was on the screen. Yeah, you know, uh, when he knows a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two. Oh, bum, ba dum, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I was really kind of hoping for it, but I'm ching. But you know, I'll, uh, I'll go with a please, bum, 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 please, bum, bum, bum. please take that as my uh, as my pence. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, somebody else, and I didn't. I don't remember her being in this movie, but maybe she hadn't really taken off in her career yet. But did you notice Octavia Spencer? Uh, are you talking about Elizabeth Banks? No. Uh, who's Octavia Spencer? She was in um, Hidden Figures and The Help. Uh, oh, but she, oh, I know who you're talking about. The one that would admit him into the wrestling ring. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking more of a character, not the actress. Yes, yes, yes. And gotcha, yeah. her little, just her quick quip where she's like, may heaven help you. And like, just like, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I thought that was a really quick scene. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. For three years ago, she's accomplished so much. When did Hidden, Fig- Hidden Figures come out? Uh, four or five years ago, we watched. Oh, so it this was kind of a, like a after Hidden Figures kind oh, of taking must a small, have been after. Yeah, yeah, taking yeah. a smaller role. But I thought it was really cool to kind of see. Oh, you know, she's not afraid to take a smaller role again, and I like that. I think that shows, like, hey, you know what? I'm willing. I'm willing to because I want to be a part of Spider Man, probably. So yeah. Um. Okay, we did not touch on Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Um. Yeah, we will touch on Aunt May and Uncle Ben. Well. So Aunt May and Uncle Ben, I would say they are old. They are very old. I mean, I have aunts and uncles at, you know, but when I was younger, I don't remember them ever looking like my, my grandparents, if not older than my grandparents thought it was an interesting choice to make them so old. Um, but I know kind of in line with the comics, maybe that's kind of more that style, but I, I mean, you know, this is weird, but I'd say like casting wise, I would think more of a Marissa Tomei, but if you're going to cast 
old people, you did a really good job. Um, so or yeah. even like Sally Fields. Sally Fields, I could see if I was going to reboot this, but if I was going to re-reboot, I would probably go with a Marissa Tomei because <laughs> if third time's a charm, Tomei's your, Tomei's your person. Uh, I've yeah. always thought, though, I guess that they're not blood aunt and uncle. Like it would be like they're not they're not his actual aunt and uncle. They're just close family. I've always thought it was maybe People. his great aunt and uncle. That's how I've always thought of it. Maybe. You know, because they're so old and he's like, you know. And, but I honestly thought for their acting, at least, because I don't even know the actor and actress name, so forgive me. But I thought they did a really good job. I thought, you know, Uncle Ben kind of had a heart-to-heart with uh, with Peter. I thought it mm-hmm. was a really kind of emotional scene. Um I'm going to read a quote because uh, that's what I do on, uh, <laughs> but it was what he was talking to with Peter. Like they were sitting in the car, you know, and he's, he's like, Hey Peter, you know, you're changing, you're getting fights at school. And Peter goes, what am I supposed to do? Run away. Yeah, I'm a 30 year old in a 18 year old body. Leave me alone. Dad, uncle. And he goes, you're not uncle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dunkle. You're not supposed to run away. You're changing. These are the years uh, you're changing to the man you're going to be for the rest of your life. Be careful what you change into. Just because you can hurt him doesn't give you the right to. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. And he goes, well, you're not my father. And he goes, I know I'm not your father. And he goes, then stop pretending to be. And it was like, wow, you know, but it was still a really emotional line. And you can tell he was just kind of like, hey, Peter's been acting kind of weird. He's kind of been acting a little spidery. Um, uh, so he was trying to be there for him, but it didn't really ultimately work out. So anyway, what did you think? That was a long explanation. What did you think of Aunt May and Uncle Ben? Um, I yeah, like you said, I think that they're they're old. They're very old. I didn't love when Uncle Ben was like, all these jobs are about computers and like that was just a very hold on grandpa thing to hold say. On. I gotta I gotta say one line because I thought it was really funny. He's like computers, computers, computer analysts. Even the computers need analysts now. Like it was, yeah. yeah, sorry. It was just such a grandpa thing to say, and it was like, dude. I mean, it's it's 2017. Get with exactly. it. Exactly, they're everywhere. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I thought that the Uncle Ben's death. While I hated seeing it. I will say it hit hard, especially because it could have been prevented by Spider or Peter Parker. Yeah, no, I uh, completely agree. And so, you know, it's funny because he's like, you know, he gets paid up. What happens is, and we'll go into the scene a little bit in depth, is Peter Parker is wanting money for a car. He sees that MJ is kind of, oh, man, she likes guys with cars. You know what that means? I got to get a car. Um, And so he finds an ad for wrestling three thousand dollars and he's got to last three minutes with the bone saw which is also macho man randy savage um i have been a wrestling fan almost all my life kind of stopped a little bit lately but um and yeah sorry no and he's our i don't remember what number we're up to i'm gonna say fifth gay character fourth gay character what do you mean how i'm gonna destroy you oh very good point oh good catch and (laughs) And then, and this is, I'm sorry, I'm totally interrupting And then there's a quote where uh, Spider-Man says, that's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? This is 2017 Spider-Man. That is not an insult anymore. Get with the times, 2017 Spider-Man. And so I really thought that that was really, really good where, um, 
you know, they had the bone saw versus the human spider, Spider-Man. He's in the cage, and his whole job is to last three minutes in the cage with a human bone saw. Well, he ends up taking care of business in two minutes flat against the bone saw. He wins the match. It's wonderful. And he goes to get paid his $3,000. He only gets $100. Wait, no, the ad said $3,000. The ad said $3,000 to last three minutes. You lasted two minutes. So here's $100. You're lucky to even get that. And he goes... Well, I need this money. I need this money. Well, that's not my problem. Well, then a thief comes in right at that time because he's got hundreds of dollars just sitting on this table. It looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Be a little bit better about it. A thief comes in, takes the money, runs out, and he's like, he's got my money. Get him. You could have stopped him. And he talks to Peter, and Peter goes, you could have stopped him. And he goes, well, that's not my problem. Well, you know, Peter, that's a really good quip. Good job. Well, then Peter goes out, sees uh, a crowd surrounding a body. He runs over, and it's Uncle Ben. He's been shot. He later finds out he was shot by the man that took the money. It was a carjacking because he was trying to get away with the money. And had he stopped him, he would have stopped what would have ultimately been Uncle Ben's demise. And um, it's kind of just a a huge lesson to Peter at that moment. And uh, it's it's pretty powerful because i know it's become a meme you know and i'm like gosh 2017 to now you know you think okay but it's become a meme now that ugly cry with because uh, he's such an ugly crier it's so ugly he is an ugly crier it is pretty emotional honestly me too i can identify with that like i do not cry pretty ever but like also like if I were going to cry on a film that would last forever it it would be the most beautiful ugly cry it would be the most beautiful yeah but he's like he's like snotty yeah oh gosh yeah and uh, and he he definitely goes for it and kudos to toby mcguire the only one true spider-man there's no other don't ever reboot um you know i i am i really thought it was a, a really powerful scene and even though i knew that meme and i've seen it for years now i feel like i've seen that meme for like 10 years even though it came out three years ago um it it, it, yeah. made, it, it was just a really really interesting um scene a really powerful scene and i i appreciated it i I really did and uh i think they told the story of uncle ben in a really good way i thought they they, there was times where they had to spell everything out for you but i still thought they did it in a good way so i appreciated it this was i feel like one of the only real points where we get a lot of character growth from peter parker like this was one of the only real big like I don't know, moments that hits him, you know? Yeah, I just... Yeah, I mean, there's parts where, you know, he he's trying to... I feel like this whole movie is basically... It should be called Peter's Trying to Get With MJ. Because <laughs> every... Yeah, yes, for real. Yeah, because, like... And, and don't get me but wrong. Spider-Man keeps cock-locking him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, Spider-Man's like, I'm going to save her. And she's like, no, dude, I'd like to be with her. Eh. And it's it's really... Don't get me wrong. It's, it's interesting. It's really cool. But, like, every single time he's like, so... Uh, you, you you going out for that part? Um, hey, so you you gonna do this? Oh man, I think you'd be great for that. I cried when you played Cinderella, Peter. I was in the first grade. Well, you did a really good job. Like, uh, you know your eye. And but gosh, MJ gives him the signal way before. It, it was maddening because I felt like a wingman watching this movie, and I felt powerless to stop how stupid he was. Like I know ultimately MJ ends up having feelings for him, but gosh, I was like, dude. Dude, like you needed a wingman at that point saying, hey, you know how she just said, 
you know, oh, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to know about this or you don't want to, you know, like it's just make your move, Peter, make your move. And the whole time it was just maddening. And then at the end, they finally end up kind of sort of getting together and then he kisses her. Well, they kiss and then he walks away. He's like, I can't be this. I don't have this to give. I can't be this person you want me to be. And he walks away from it. And then she like touches her lips like, oh, that's, that's, that's Spider-Man. That's when I was. Yeah. When I watched this back in 2017, I was like, oh my God, like he loves her so much that he can't be with her. And I was like, (gasps) that's a cop out. Oh yeah. Yeah. How you've changed so much in three years is kind of crazy when you think about it. Beyond me. I've grown so much as a human being. In three years. Um, Growth. in, In just three years. You know, it will never change though. You might be a bad guy. You might be a bad guy. Sorry. Go in. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta explain. You might be a bad guy if you're played by William Willem Willem Defoe. Is it Willem? Because I know how it's spelled, and so it sound it looks better to be Willem, or it sounds, I guess, better to be Willem. I think it's Willem. Okay, I'm going to say William Defoe. If I anger anybody, I apologize, but I agree with the spelling. It's probably Willem Defoe. And oh my gosh, he was great. I thought he yes. was great. I thought, I mean, just his laugh, his maniacal laugh when he's talking uh-huh. in the mirror, and it's almost a Gollum moment from Lord of the Rings. Um, I I really was like, man, I'm all for this. He was playing two different characters, a helpless soul trapped in this body, but he also played like this maniacal, I'm going to kill and terrify everyone. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, he he, and I feel like he just he looks scary. He just looks scary. Yes, he does. And I've, I know a lot of people have always said he should play the Joker. And gosh, he would be a great Joker. Don't get me wrong. I thought he played yeah. a great Green Goblin. I thought he was yeah, he, yeah. he was really good. Which I really feel like that was kind of the Joker of Marvel, almost like the at least the way that he played it. Agreed, agreed. I I completely agree with you, Emmy. And I I thought it was really really well done. So it, it was just. Uh, very, very exciting. Very, very awesome to see kind of William Defoe in 2017 kind of lighting up the screen. And I know, you know, at the end, you know, he ends up dying, but I would love to see him interact with an Iron Man, a Captain America, I mean, or come back as maybe a mm-hmm. ghostly figure in a, a movie one day. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really well done. That's, I even, I'll even parallel that even more because I just had the realization that um, in The Dark Knight, isn't it Joker who has like, there's uh, you can either save the mayor, whatever mm-hmm. Arthur Dent is and, or right. your girl Harvey Dent, not Arthur Dent, Harvey Dent. Okay. Arthur Dent is from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. So at yeah. least they had a real person. Yeah. Well, well they, I of, mean, <laughs> real fictional. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, um, whoopsie. Mm. Uh, Actually, who's played by Martin Freeman, who was also in uh, Captain America Civil War. It all ties together. This is the most, and what I love about this movie, just because I want to touch on this really quick, this feels like the most woven together in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, the point I was trying to make before I screwed up someone's name, which yep. never happens, um, but the whole Harvey Dent and his girl, and at the end of this movie, he has that, that uh, what does he call it, a sadistic choice? Mm-hmm. He either has to save all of the kids or save his girlfriend. Yes, but but she 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 saved herself 
pretty much kind of sort of like he helped a little bit, but yeah, this, there's a running theme with this movie. And if they were to make a second and third, I'm sure it's a running theme there too. I'm just going to assume, I know they made a second Spider-Man movie, but the th- if they like for the third, uh, fan fiction, Spider-Man three with Topher Grace, there's just a running theme where like, look out, go get him, tiger. And like, I'm in peril. It's like, MJ, yes, she takes care of her own a couple times here and there, but it's still very, and I don't want to say this about it. I don't want to say, yeah, I don't want to say this about a 2017 movie, but it's very like almost early 2000s, very like, oh, you know, damsel in distress. It it feels like, oh gosh, you know, like we've moved beyond that. And for a 2017 movie, you think, oh, you know, we would get there, but we we're, we're obviously not. Yeah. I mean, and she, she, she is strong every once in a while um it has been a while since i've seen that the fan fiction and it's been a very long time i think since i've seen the second one even though it just came out uh, a year ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I, I would completely agree with you because even that first kind of scene that you see when she slips and he catches her not the first scene that you see but like the first one scene the- that you see like his powers right um, she slips and he catches her and then catches all the things on her, her lunch tray. And she says, did you catch this? Mm. Your eyes are blue. I've never noticed without your glasses. I didn't, I did notice that line. Yes. That's that line doesn't make sense. And I would like for whoever wrote it to know that. Well, um, if you've never seen glasses, I'm here to educate Emmy guys. Don't worry about her. I got this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Let's have some education for Emmy. And I will. Right. No, you know, it's okay. I'll put on my glasses right now so you can see what color are my eyes, Emmy. That's exactly my point. Did you notice that? Silence? Let me, Did let you? me, let me say the line again. Hold on. No. I've, I've no, let me say the line again, Brandon, because you're wrong. We can do I've, this without Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed without your glasses. Yeah. She's never noticed him without glasses because he's never not had glasses. He's always had glasses. And she's saying, I've never noticed without your glasses. Yeah. She means I've never noticed with your glasses. She can't tell oh, what color his eyes are. Oh, she said are. without and with. They, she mixed up with the words. With his glasses on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't hear it that Should way. Should have been reshot. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, it's 2002. Uh, I mean, 2017. It's a long time ago. <laughs> you know, can't go back in time, you know. Um, but uh, it's funny that. I, it's funny that you say that because back then when I watched that and still even watching this re- replay, I didn't take it that way. But now I'm going to have to go back to see if I, uh, if I pick up on that. It's, it's definitely, she definitely says it wrong. Um, and when I say they should have reshot it, mm-hmm. do you want to know how many times they did that scene? Because that is a practical stunt scene. He did that. Really? He, they used no CGI. No, they didn't. And they used sticky stuff. I promise you, Brandon, I read that. Do you want to know how many times it took to get it right? I want you to guess, actually. Okay, you got to give me a higher or lower, please. I'm going to guess 43. Higher. Ooh, 75. 156. I would, oh my gosh, 156 <laughs> times. I, I really need somebody to fact check me right now because I really, like, now that you're having, because I, I, I was like, wow, that's amazing. And now that I'm really thinking about it, 156 times for that. I would just, just been like CGI. I don't care if it looks like crap. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just shocked that he was so committed. Like, I got to do this 156 times and probably more, obviously. I, because, oh, but I, okay, I want to make fun of it and I want to. Trust me, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's kind of something we do, but I'm kind of also like, First off, I feel, I feel bad for Kirsten Dunst having to sit there and be like in his arms for 156 takes, but also like, but do you know, I mean, you know, back in, back in 2017, he's, he's, I mean, he's not bad looking. Eh. <laughs> I, 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 now I, Kirsten Dunst in my arms. Okay. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. but like the other way around, eh. like, I guess. Yeah. 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 Like I come from a different perspective than you and Clinton. And you know, so that's. <laughs> That's just, that's just how it is. I apologize. But I I just thought, you know, like 156 times eventually, but I think CG, I know it's three years ago, but I think practical effects back in 2017, you know, when we were 14 and 13 years old, respectively, I think, you know, it was more respected sometimes. I think it was more like, uh, you know, it felt more genuine. It felt real. So, um, to me, that's pretty cool that he, um, you know, even three years ago, he wanted to have the art of practical effects within his movie. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to think of like what sticky substance you could put on those props. I guess maybe they're just like really, really light and they're using like the goo that they, they put on the glass of picture frames to make them absolutely just. (laughs) But 156 Useless. times to 156 times, like they had to like do different adhesive for like every 20 takes probably like, Oh, it's not sticking anymore. Probably, Joe, yeah. you know, we got to get some new sticky stuff. Like that's, that's absolutely shocking. So, um, I, I d- just look forward to a re- redaction, 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 re- redaction. In the next episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, there, since we're talking about MJ and, and Peter, though, just a little bit, there's there's kind of a beautiful line where, you know, uh, she kind of reveals to him that she has a crush on Spider-Man. She, uh, you know, I know it's going to seem silly, but I have a crush on Spider-Man. No, no, Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I agree. No, yeah, bitch, that sounds silly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to stick up for her. I, 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 this guy has saved you, saved you twice. I understand. And he goes, you know, I, I told Spider-Man about you and he goes, really? What did you tell him? Like, uh, no one's that dumb. Like, how do you know Spider-Man? That would be the first thing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. But either way, it's still, it's, it's a movie. It's, it's 2017. It was a different time back then. And, but I, uh, this line was really beautiful that I wrote down and I, I, I get, maybe it's a little, a little hokey, but I, I really enjoyed it. And he goes, the great, I told Spider-Man, the great thing about MJ is when you look in her eyes, she's looking back at yours but everything feels not quite normal because you feel stronger and weaker at the same time. You feel excited and at the same time terrified. The truth is you don't know what you feel, except you know what kind of man you want to be. It's as if you've reached an unreachable. uh, It is if you've reached the unreachable and you weren't ready for it. And uh, I, I thought that was, you know, you know, it was just, I don't know if I could think of anything brilliant to say to my significant other to make someone swoon. I mean, I could never get close to that. Uh, I thought it was a really beautiful line. And I think it was someone who had seen an angel since he was in first grade or however old they were when they first saw each other. I thought it was a really cool, like, um, you know, Peter's just a really, he really cares for her. He really loves her. And he obviously feels so many emotions for her every time he looks at her. And I thought it was a cool way to convey it. And I thought how they tied that relationship, even through some of the acting and some of the lines were a little cringe. I thought this was a beautiful moment to really believe that story between uh, MJ and Peter. 
what you just read was written under cringe quotes in my notes. Um, and there's a star by it. Like that was the cringiest. Oh, really? We're two I, different uh, opinions. Uh, sorry. I respect I, it. I respect it. And I'm sure that, that, you know, 13 year old me was eating that up. Oh, but. Uh, 33, 32 year old Brandon was eating that up. So. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I'm a 13 year old girl, everybody. So. <laughs> let's see here i'm trying to think oh there's a scene i want to talk about if you if because we kind of touched on it already if you since you're looking okay. so just look yeah. through your notes and you can find something but I, since you're you're kind of on the look there's a moment where like um green goblin kind of abducts uh mj and she just kind of wakes up. It's funny. She's like in her pjs and she wakes up on top of the bridge. I thought that would be a great hangover for you know, like, how did I end up on the top of the bridge? You know, <laughs> I I would have loved it. Uh, so that's just me. But then we uh, see what kind of what uh, Emmy talked about earlier. You know, this is why only fools are heroes. Le- you know, die for the woman you love or suffer the little children. Make your choice, Spider-Man, and see how a hero is rewarded. And both are falling, MJ and the kids. Hey, just for an FYI, if you're wondering... Spider-Man saved the kids first. Or oh, excuse me, Spider-Man saved MJ first. <laughs> he didn't save the kids first. He went and grabbed MJ right away. And I was like, well, okay. I mean, it makes sense. But it's like just so funny. It's such, I don't know, for uh, for a movie that hasn't been out that long, it felt very cliche. Like, let's put his love interest in a bunch of kids in a cart up against each other. And you've got to choose Spider-Man. And uh, it's funny. There's even a part in that scene where, a bunch of New Yorkers are like, we, we're New Yorkers, and you know, you you mess with Spider Man, you mess with New York, and they like throwing trash at Green Goblin. I'm like, a, a New Yorker would be like shooting bullets at him, like left and right, like putting some, you know, it was just so funny, like how it was portrayed. Like, we can't do anything except throw a Big Mac wrapper at you. It, it, <laughs> It just felt very, eh, it felt very early 2000s. It felt very dated. It didn't feel, you know, modern. And I thought it was really interesting. So I don't know. I know that's a lot, but, you know, here's my takeaway. Hangover for anybody? Um, Green Goblin, <laughs> uh, cliche, pitting you against children or your love interest. And New Yorkers are stronger than what you portrayed. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Three things yeah. I'm going to touch on right here. Please. Brandon, you are absolutely fantastic at impressions like that was like i don't know probably the 17th one that you've done and i'm i'm, I'm complimenting you I appreciate we it. need we don't need we don't need clinton here we don't need you clinton <laughs> to tear you down no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um okay second of all um i have got to stick up for spider-man on that because have you met kids <laughs> <laughs> have you and, okay sorry yeah third the uh the New Yorkers throwing things at Green Goblin was actually added because, like we know, this movie came out in 2017, which was the 16-year anniversary it, of the September 11th terrorist attacks. Yeah, it's funny, though. You hesitated when you said 2017. I just want to talk about that for a second because you're like, this movie came out in 2017. Um, I just, hey, you know, we both know. Okay, so it's all good. I just don't know the hesitation. I'm just curious, but that's, we'll, we'll talk offline, I guess. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think like maybe it might've been a lag because I think I sounded perfect. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, <laughs> but anyway, so this movie came out on the on the 16th anniversary, or not on the, but like in the 16th year anniversary. It was, you know, still kind of fresh in people's minds, September 11th. And yes. yeah. so that scene was added to show how um, New Yorkers will come together. And there were a lot of things that were actually cut from the original trailer that were cut from the... Um, like they had a poster that was the, uh, I believe it was the World Trade Center's that he had built a web in. Oh wow! And he had caught a helicopter in the web, and so like those things had to be rethought about. Wow! Because of that of that event, I didn't know that. And um, you know, uh, speaking of which, and it's this movie you can even tell like the patriotism like there's a moment and i'm sure that like the the cg effect artist uh went after the fact but like he's flying near american flags a lot you know what i mean Mm. you can see the backdrop of america i think right at the very end you see it and uh i've always thought that was kind of a nod especially seeing this movie in uh 2017 i always thought that was a nod to the uh 9-11 attacks where um Hey, Spider-Man's an American symbol. He's a hope. And uh, Mm -hmm. really, I thought that was a really cool kind of tie in that they did as well. So I, I, I've, so it's funny. I did not know that New York scene at all, but I've thought that about other scenes and that's really cool because now I'll, I'll see that scene a little bit differently. So appreciate that. Well, and I'll, I'll even go ahead and correct myself. I think that the helicopter in the web was in the trailer, but there are um, collectors who have the posters that have his like, um, spider eyes and you can see like the New York landscape or and the trade centers skyline or yeah, they're in that. And so they like they're those posters came out and had to like people who got them. I mean, obviously they're worth a lot of money now, but mm. um, they did change it. It's kind of, it's kind of beautiful though. Like that, that was in his lens and he was, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's really awesome actually. And uh you know, it's a shame. Obviously, you, you know why they couldn't put that in there, but it's really cool yeah. to think that 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 was part of it. And uh, I, I really love that. Nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Spider-Man's eyes, mm-hmm. why don't they move? <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, you know, sometimes I think sometimes the technology of the time, it, it gets the best of you. Three years ago, a lot of things have changed, you know. If, if if and I know I'm about to shock a lot of people. Uh, when I saw this Spider-Man movie that we're talking about right now, I remember having dial-up internet. Dial-up internet. I had dial-up internet until I was a senior in high school. Actually, I graduated high school and then uh, I finally got high-speed internet. I was very. I think you're aging yourself, and you're also aging me with you. Yeah, no, trust me, you're you're right behind me. So anything I say, we're together. Um, no. <laughs> So. We didn't have dial-up, like where you couldn't use the phone line. I don't remember having dial-up past like being 11 or 12. Really? Well, then you were a richer family no. than I was. <laughs> Maybe it was 14. I didn't have cable until I was in high school. I didn't have cable until I was in like... Don't try to play the I'm poor too party. It's me. Not- <laughs> it's by myself right now. Um, but no, I I remember, um, I remember like getting an xbox 360 and i remember being so amazing like oh man i'm gonna get a i have to get high speed internet or i'm not gonna be able to play online so that was kind of what initiated me to get high speed internet was video gaming but i remember mm-hmm. you know back in the spider-man days i didn't have high speed internet so uh it was really really cool to you know i don't know i it, it's a lot has changed in three years you know it, it, a lot has yeah. changed but i really thought um yeah this this movie it, it's 
it's really kind of a capsule in time. It's it's really interesting. And I remember seeing Spider-Man and, uh, gosh, if I bought a CD. I didn't download it because if I downloaded it, it would take an hour for every song. Um, and first off, we got to talk about a couple of things here. It's funny, when Ben is talking to Peter in the car, there's a song by Sum 41 playing rock. It's mm-hmm. what we're all about. It's what we live for. Come on, shout it out. I'm Come like, on, shout it out. <laughs> yeah, and rock. I love It's what you're all about. It's a... <laughs> Yeah, wake up with a tub of bacon. Always start the day with my artery shake and rock. It's what we're all about. Okay, sorry. Anyway, it's a great song. Um, I'm like, would Uncle Ben really be listening to that song? Like Sum 41? Like Uncle Ben's way cooler than we give him credit for. Uh, Maybe he's he's like doing that thing where like like the claw kind of thing from Liar Liar where like he's like trying to be cool. Like Welcome he's trying to like a, a claw. appeal. <laughs> yeah. He's Trying to appeal to, to Peter. Yeah, I, I agree. But I also think, too, Sum 41 was really popular in the early 2000s. So they're basically classic rock now. So <laughs> I guess it was a classic rock station and Sum 41 came on. That's the only thing I can think of. But also, it was so funny because did you have the soundtrack? Did you have the Spider-Man soundtrack? Oh, did I ever? Okay. This was probably the fourth CD that I had ever bought in same, my life. Same, same. And I wore it out i completely agree and it's just so funny because there's a there's a moment where they're at like a unity festival Uh and i i thought it was really funny because it was um it was a it was a macy gray that was performing and macy gray for three years (laughs) to see it was you and me (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's like, baby, I know we had a bad day. I can't. You are so mad at me, but it don't mean we have to mope around. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember this song. I remember losing Uh my mind, and I remember. And she's like, in my nutty nutmeg fantasy. And I'm like, this is wonderful. I felt like I was a little kid again watching it. Her performing at the Unity Festival. I, I, I talk soundtracks. I know that I do songs, but I, I was, it felt like I was back in time listening to the soundtrack. I loved it. I will even say like when I was listening to Chad Kroger and Josie Scott at the very end, when they're like, and they say that a hero and like, I was up, like my hands were up in the air. I was freaking my dog out. <laughs> lighter uh, lighter <laughs> up in the air. Like, like, like lighters existed back then. Right. Um, but like, it was wonderful. It was like, oh man, this soundtrack still holds up. It really, really was nice. And you and I both had this soundtrack. So I thought that was just a cool thing with Macy Gray making an appearance, hearing Sum 41 and Chad Kroger. Um, it was it was really cool stuff. We've talked about this song uh, like on breaks in the podcast, and I'm so glad that we're finally here so that we can talk about, but that Blue song. Yes. The, oh, um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> undercover? Or no, it wasn't undercover. No, it was like, it was, it's okay to be just me. That was that was like those three years between then and now. It has just been an wait, anthem, man. Like what if like, I just, was too much? Yes, yes. Exactly. What if I was? Oh, it's wonderful. And I, 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 
this is Emmy. I'm going to one up you here. I went to FYE back three years ago. And I, <laughs> right before they went out of business. Right before they went out of business. I bought that album. I have the CD. It's in my glove compartment to this day, along with the Spider-Man soundtrack. Blue, that album I have. It is a great, I mean, this soundtrack, honestly, it rivals the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks, in my opinion, because, I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks are fantastic, but this, I mean, it's it's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so one of my biggest gripes with the movie, oh, actually, I'm going to, I'm just going to go back real quick and say, so you're talking about that Unity Day? So we're at Unity Day. We we I just need to go back there real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, where Macy Gray is singing Nutmeg. You've got all these like floats in the air, and yes. you've got obviously uh, Harry wanted MJ to look good for his dad. Weird, but we'll skip over that. I am going to give them props right now for having a Unity Day. Oh, I thought but, that was yeah, yeah. But oh, there's a but. But the floats that they had did not age well. What was the floats? I don't even remember them. Um, there was a panda and a kangaroo, um, <laughs> and some not great representations of people of color, in oh. my opinion. And as a person, as not a person of color, like I probably shouldn't even have an opinion about it. Like, y'all, let me know if I should be offended. Um, but it just it didn't it didn't hold up well i think that we have learned a lot in as a country in the last three years about how to accurately represent unity Mm -hmm. in different cultures and i think that the way that they did it in this movie wasn't quite there no that makes that makes perfect sense and um yeah it's funny because i you know and, and i didn't even notice honestly and maybe that's a I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, you know, and we won't have, <laughs> we don't have to get into a huge philosophical discussion about it, but, uh, yeah. you know, to me, I think that's really cool that you did notice. And I think that's an important thing that we, you know, we understand that, Hey, we've come a long way in three years and, uh, you know, the, the representation is a little bit different and, uh, you know, I, and I think the way we, we, I don't know, I, I appreciate you bringing that up. So yeah, good stuff. I am, as my mom likes to call me, a snowflake. So uh, yeah, snowflake. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a snowflakes in I'm review. I'm unique. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. So, um, okay, but I was going to go into one of my biggest gripes about this movie is that the only time that you really see that Spider-Man wit that yes. I I don't know it as well as you and Clinton probably do from the comics. Because we don't need you, Clinton. Media page, but we don't need you, Clinton. We don't need you. Don't need you. Um. <laughs> I feel like we're like the old yeller. Go on, get. <laughs> Go on, get, boy. Go on, get. I don't. I don't love you anymore. <laughs> no, okay. But anyway, the only wit that you really get from Spider-Man is when he's wrestling. Like that is, he says some stuff, and I mean, obviously, he says that cringy line about like, "Oh, nice outfit. Did your husband buy it?" Like, that's not even witty. That's just. I mean, I hope he did. Yeah, no, that's where I feel like if they, where they struggle with this movie a lot. And I think you brought up a great point. I'm glad you said it is Spider-Man almost was like a tale of two personalities. It was the Peter Parker who was the shy, reserved kind of nerdy kid that, you know, but what Spider-Man was, was everything he was not. And he was able to kind of be, you know, and he was, and part of that was he was witty. He was hilarious. He was quick. 
uh, quick. He was really quick uh, to have a quip. He was just, uh, <laughs> he was uh, really, really wonderful. And so you would see this like almost this hesitant, fragile um, boy almost. And then you would see this guy who was just like, hey, yeah, this is me, yeah, whatever. You know, it was just, he felt, he felt more powerful. He felt obviously more powerful. He felt more confident and he felt like, Oh, Spider-Man is who he truly is and who he was designed to be. And so, um, I agree. I think, you know, if there's anything they can do with a second or third movie is, I, I mean, I would say, Hey, make a Spider-Man where he's way more witty, make him way more vocal, make him way more outspoken as Spider-Man, you know, like what, what, Figuratively speaking, if they rebooted this movie, they'll probably find a great Spider-Man, but probably a terrible Peter Parker. I thought, honestly, I thought Tobey Maguire played a great Peter Parker. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. if they rebooted it, they'd probably find the other way around. And maybe the third time they do it, maybe they would find a perfect blend of both, where you have a great Peter Parker and you have a great Spider-Man and someone that just is perfect with the MCU. Well, that's not what we have. We have Tobey like Maguire. Goldilocks. Yeah, exactly. We have, we have Tobey Maguire, and we're fine with that. You know, it's just, to me... I'm so glad you brought this up because this was not in my notes. I would not have spoke about this, but this is something that I've always said, and I completely agree with you, Emmy. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man is not a good Spider-Man in this movie. He's a great Peter Parker. There's great CG for the time three years ago, but it's still, you know, it leaves a little bit to be desired. It really does. Uh, there's no, it's not a quick-witted Spider-Man. It's just like, hey, be sure that's a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, just and speaking of which, because I want to kind of segue from there, and I apologize, I don't mean to take over too much, but Spider-Man shooting webs out of his wrists, kind of weird, kind of weird. Okay. okay, okay. So Sam Raimi made that decision. Yeah, because I, that is not true to the comics, correct? Correct. Okay, so he he made that decision because it didn't make sense in his mind for a high school student to be doing that in his free time. Like, oh, well, I'm just going to make this super sticky webby stuff that can hold my weight. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I, and I honestly, like I make, it makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, it does. But then like he's in his room and he's shooting out this web left and right. And Aunt May walks in or tries to, and she, he cracks the door. He's like, Aunt May, I'm naked. But like, it was just, it was interesting. It was really interesting take. And I'm like, I don't know. And it was just like, and then he gets, I don't know. It just felt like, but I, I will say though, that where they did with the spider kind of being, you know, did you know there's over 32,000 different species of spiders? I knew that from this movie, by the way. Um, and, and did you, did you know that there's 15 super spiders? The one that was captain America spider came out down and bit Peter in his hand. I just thought they were like super spiders. And I thought that was really funny. And then he like passed out. Um, I was like, my God, it's the captain America spiders. And, um, and wait I love how, wait, what wait i'm sorry say that again like they, what how was that the captain it was a super spider yeah oh oh it wasn't like they were like oh we're gonna make this super spider like iron man and oh we're gonna make this super spider like hulk oh we're gonna make this super spider like they weren't like trying to make the Avengers i hear super spiders. spider i think of super soldier i think okay, of the super okay, soldier okay. yeah and it's just so funny because i i, I it's so funny because the person that's leading the field trip at the beginning of the movie too, she's like, there's 15 super spiders that are involved in the program. And like, uh, ma'am, I only counted 14. 
first off, who's the nerd that's counting spiders in a cage? Uh, you tell it's me, MJ. You tell me fifteen. <laughs> I'm going to believe you. There's fifty. I'm not going to go one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to take your word for it. Oh, there's fifteen. One's probably hiding behind a rock. If I was that, and it's so funny. Like the 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 person who's given the presentation, he goes, "Oh, there's fourteen. One must be getting experimented on." It was like almost like Dr. Evilish. And then all of a sudden <laughs> dangles from the top and it's like it's getting a laser put on its back. <laughs> exactly. Dangles from the ceiling, ends up landing on his hand, and like the spider, and if you listen carefully, if you turn up the volume really high for this movie and you get right to the spider bite, you hear Meh. Um at least that's what I heard. <laughs> I did not hear that. That's that's really what happens. Uh, so turn up your volume really, really loud when it gets to that bite of the, the Spider-Man movie. And literally it's like, Meh. and it, it, it bites uh, Peter Parker. He ends up fainting and he becomes Spider-Man. But I love the whole point. I talk a lot. I know. But like the whole point of that was it, it felt like, really cool how they infused the DNA together. They made like an, like it was a new species. They even have that on a big screen in case you don't know it. It's a new species. Um, and they basically spelled out to you, but you also see, okay, how kind of the spider and the human are one. And so why the spider webs are not man-made, they're actually a part of him. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 it's funny. I can hate on it. I, and I, I understand that, but I thought it was still a really cool way to tie that in together. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I would say almost like scientifically, science fictionally accurate. However, when he's climbing up a wall, <laughs> yeah, his shoes are not sticky. His fingers are sticky. Correct. So why do his feet stick to the wall? Uh, did you not know when you get bit by a spider, your shoes also become web? Well, that is amazing, and that is that's, not science fictiony, scientifically correct. Is if that's not why they call it Amazing Spider Man, I don't know what what does. <laughs> I have the power to make my the bottoms of my shoes sticky. That was that was another big gripe I had. With great power a, comes great sticky shoes. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that was that was interesting, to say the least. And you know what's funny? Because I've watched the old, like, 1966, and please, if I'm butchering that year, I understand. I've butchered years probably throughout this entire podcast. But I think it was the 1966 Batman movie with uh, Adam West. And I, just when he was... It was 1969. Was it really? Or are you just saying I that? have it on DVD. No, I... I I'm pretty sure it was 1969. Google it while I'm, Google it while I'm talking because I want to hold you to that. But the the Batman movie with Adam West and just and like Burt Ward as Robin as as Robin could kudos like when they're walking up the wall. I think it was just I, oh yes I, I I flashed back immediately to that. I really did. I thought that was cool. You you googling right Brandon? now? Hmm. Yeah. We losing connection. I'm sorry, you were right. I was right. <laughs> oh, are we? No, no, no. I, yeah, are we actually losing connection? Because I did actually hear just a little. Yeah. No, okay. Well, okay. So, oh, you're frozen. Oh, that's cool. I'm gonna close out of this Twitch stream. Because uh, sorry. Um. So no, 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 no. Uh. What What did you say, Emmy? I you're right. I, I was right. So when did the Batman movie come out? Emmy, can you verify that, please? 19, 1969. 1969 was what you said, but you just said I was right. 
1966, everybody. I Dang know it. I know my Adam West if I know it. Uh, so, But but have you met him? Because I've met him. Oh. I met him and I geeked out in front of him. And he was, I met him at Denver Comic Con. This is like the, probably like the most proud story of my entire life. Go for it. I met him at Denver Comic Con. And like when you meet somebody at a Comic Con, they're like, here, this, this headshot is $50. But you can also just go up and like shake their hand. Probably not anymore because COVID, but you can just go shake their hand and like, I, I love you. My mom loves you. Like, but I just, I absolutely love everything that you do and like just geek out in front of him. And mm-hmm. so he like made fun of me. But while we were waiting in line to meet Adam West, the iconic Batman, <sighs> yes. he was drawing SpongeBob on the table in Sharpie. And one of the people from the convention was like, sir, I'm sorry, you can't, that's our table. You can't draw on it. And he was like, I'm Adam West. You can sell this on eBay now. <laughs> he's not lying he's not (laughs) yeah that is wonderful well i wish you could have gone to adam west and say it said 1966 batman movie is awesome but you probably said 1969 and that's probably said nice that's probably why he made fun of you um but no um yes but immediately when he crawls up those walls i immediately go back to those old uh batman movies with uh him and robin and i i really really enjoy it very much so um, Sorry, that was a that was a tangent. No, it's hey, we have to have our DC tangent. So why not talking about 2017 Spider Man? Talk about 1966 Batman. They're probably the yeah, cl- oh yeah, yeah. So um, you know, there's there's just so much with this um, with this. There's one scene where like um, the Green Goblin like terrifies Aunt May, and she's like, "Oh no, his yellow eyes, his yellow eyes." Okay, I totally wrote that down as a cringe moment. Yes, I did too. Because uh, she's old and frail. Yes. She's like, and like she's praying. She's saying the Lord's Prayer. And then mm-hmm. she, he's like, finish it. And she's like, from evil. And it was, okay. it was weird. It was so cringe. It I'm was sorry. very, very weird. It was. But there, there, I don't, I watched Supernatural or I watched Supernatural. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, but there is like, there are legends about demons with yellow eyes. Like that's like the oh. sign of a demon. Like you can tell like they're like bad mojo if they have yellow eyes. And mm. I was also thinking, okay, so if she was saying a prayer, she's obviously religious. If he also had some psychoactive drug that he was spraying from his little contraption too, like mm-hmm. that would probably cause her to hallucinate. And so I, that's how I kind of wrote that off as like, but at the same time, the camera work there was like, whoa. Yeah, but I I think that's a really good way to look at it. I mean, is I really think, oh man, you know, he did have something that, but she, you know, the 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 green fog though, I thought it was more rage inducing. It was more like terrified for her. So I don't know. It was weird. Like it felt like it had a different property when it was for her. Maybe it has different effects for different people. Well, he wasn't trying to make her into a right. Well, then what is he spraying? Because it still has that green fog. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know if there's anything well, like. Let's just go DC again. Let's go. Like Poison Ivy has that like stuff that she kisses on people on the lips and they like pass out mm. or like, can't she also make them hallucinate? Like she's got different um, medicines. It's kind of like a different things. fart for different things. Did you just say different fart? Yeah. Like you can fart to make someone like love you and fart to make someone dizzy. Yeah. That's really cool. Like it, that's the only, <laughs> that's the only gas I have that I can expel. Okay. I'm trying to put it to the ways we can all relate, the listeners and you and I. <laughs> I guess 
Yes, of course. In your body. Yes. <laughs> Thank can you. I, can I'm I, bringing I, the science back, Emmy. <laughs> yeah, you're making it very relatable. Can you're I, I just need to take just a second yeah. to grab something. Go for it. Okay. So, I, you know, I, I really thought there was some interesting pieces there. I, I do want to bring up like, you know, there's kind of just so much... I want to go into two things because I want to make sure we touch base on these, how he slowly becomes Spider-Man where he kind of had that homemade suit when he faced the chainsaw McGraw, um, you know, but when he actually got full blown suit and when he kind of starts swinging from building to building, I, I thought this was a really cool, slow build. Like that was so loud. (laughs) Oh, you're bringing that in. Oh, okay. I see. I see. It that is, uh, this is, I'm sorry, this is called toot poop slime. Poop slime. <laughs> and it comes from Dollar Tree in the shape of a toilet. Uh, welcome to MCU in Review. Uh, we've fallen off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you were talking about expelling gases. And I just, I, this is, yeah. this is my new favorite thing because it sounds so, oh. No, that one didn't sound <laughs> realistic. I, I, some of them are like, we should cut all of this. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go into MC in review back on topic. If you're watching our live stream, you get this. If you don't, I'm sorry. We probably edited it out. But um, so there's the I love this slow build towards who Spider-Man is, though. He's swinging from buildings. He's, you know, but he's not just immediately. But what, it was so funny, though. I thought the whole build from Peter to Spider was really good. But there was one part, I, one scene I had a little issue with where he's like swinging from like a sign from building to building. Like he just flips his web for the third time and he lands on it and he's like, I'm going to grab this web and swing from a high building. You yeah, don't know yeah. if that's going to, you know, you haven't tested it out. I mean, but also he could have some chemical imbalances in his brain. He could be spider. Like, I don't know. I can, I can downplay this through the movie. I really can. But I, I, when I saw that, I was like, you know, any logical person would be like, I don't know the strength of this webbing yet. I should not be hanging my entire body. Absolutely on this. not. Yeah. And I thought the same thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. I also think it's really lucky that he lives in, I'm assuming that's New York, right? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man just always lives in New York. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's really lucky that he lives in a, a place with tall buildings mm-hmm. where he can swing from because I mean, you put him out in the middle of Tennessee. There's a, uh, what I want to see if they, if they do a Spider-Man movie um, kind of out in the suburbs or at least a scene out in the suburbs. It'd be really funny mm-hmm. to see him like flip that web and there's nothing there and, him and just, there's nothing. Yeah. And yeah. he just full blown sprints. I'm not saying that's happened, but if it did, it would be really cool to see that. It would be, it would be, it would make me really, really happy. Yeah. It wouldn't feel so cliche Spider-Man. Like let's see him when he's not around those tall buildings. Exactly what you said to me. So, um, but yeah, but I still, even with that one little, uh, annoyance, I, I genuinely thought, um, I, I really thought that it was a really cool, um, slow build. We didn't see Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, We didn't see Spider-Man the first 10 minutes and this is our first time seeing Spider-Man. So it was really cool. Like maybe I I didn't time it. I never paused it, but like I would say an hour into this two hour movie, we never saw full blown Spider-Man. We didn't. Um, Mm -hmm. and to kind of get that payoff halfway through or maybe even more than that in the movie i thought it was a really cool slow build and i thought uh sony really took their time with this and you could tell they really wanted to build this character so i i thought just kudos for that for that slow build i liked it 
Yeah, no, now, I completely agree. Now, if you reboot it like twice and then it's your third Spider-Man, we don't need to see Uncle Ben dying three times. Don't get me wrong. But for this one, for sure, I, I really appreciated it. But if you if you were going to re-reboot it mm. and you were going to show Uncle Ben dying, who would you put opposite? Um, I don't know. Just say Marissa Tomei. Who would you put as Uncle Ben? Oh, for Marissa Tomei? Oh, and I, I actually, I just thought of that question, but I think I already have an answer. Who, who's your answer? I think my answer would be, and I would hate to actually watch him die. So I'm glad that they didn't do this, but my answer would be, um, and this is uh, like, honestly, my opinion, nobody no. has ever talked about this. No, it's all I think his name is Adam Scott. And I think he does actually play a character named Ben in Parks and Rec. That really goofy. Like, I know goofy who you're little... talking about. Yes. Yeah. He's a mainstay. He, uh, did he date Snope? Yeah. Yes. 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 I know who you're talking about. That's a really yeah. good pick. Um, gosh, I don't know who that uncle Ben would be. I'm going to go something crazier. I'm going to say maybe we don't need an uncle Ben with a Marissa Tomei, you know, maybe, oh. maybe you don't need that story altogether. You skip past it and then like have, uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Almost play kind of a, kind of a mentor, uh, for uh, Peter Parker, you know, where we, I think it's a unique take. I think it's interesting and uh, I think it could work. I think it could too. And I think that it just worked in my brain a lot better than it has ever worked before. Yeah. Well, I think that you just opened my eyes on something that I don't think I had seen before. You're welcome. And if there's anything you take away from this this podcast, wow, you guys have really shown me what could be. Um, but gosh, you know, for this 2017 movie, I thought they really did well for what they had. Um, there's there's another thing, too, where, you know, we, we talked about him having his own webbing and, you know, kind of slowly building to Spider-Man. There's one more thing, too. The final battle with uh, Green Goblin a little forgetful. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of just a little anticlimactic for me. It was very, um, a little bit, the stage and everything wasn't that it just felt, it felt dated, I guess is the best way mm -hmm. to put it. And then, um, you know, like a goblin gets stabbed with his, uh, his glider and uh, right in the no, no zone. I mean, it's just right there too. Like it's not even like stomach level. It's, it's, it's yeah, right there. Don't touch me there. That's my no, no square. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was right there. And, uh, you know, it's funny. He's like, don't tell Harry. And then just collapses over the glider. I'm like, well, that was perfect timing. He had just enough energy to say that. And then just collapse. Uh, it wasn't like, don't, t or don't tell Harry. It was don't tell Harry collapse. I mean, he got it all out, which is awesome. But, uh, it was just very, um, very unique, very interesting. I thought it was a different, um, different take for sure. So I don't know, um, but felt very anticlimactic. But if they're setting up a second and a third fan fiction movie, I thought, okay, maybe there's something here. But I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on that final battle as well between Goblin and Spider, Spidey. I should. Say. I I have an issue when mm. a bad guy figures out who the good guy is, and I obviously they don't refer to each other in those terms, but so. Green Goblin knew that Peter Parker was his son's best friend and still tried to kill him. Obviously some brain chemistry is a little bit messed up, but like I cannot identify with a villain who's like, Oh, this 18 year old kid who has their entire life in front of them. I want to murder them. You're right. What in the world is wrong? 
wrong with them. I, I can't. And I, it, I mean, like if they reboot it, it might come up again. I just do not get it. Oh yeah, no. And I, I think that's a good thing though. If you got it, that would be probably an issue. I, I really think it's goblin kind of being taken. And we saw that earlier in the scene, like, Hey, we've seen there's, there's a moment where they're talking about goblin and they're talking about like the side effects of this, uh, this experiment that they're going on. And what is it? What can it affect? And, uh, you know, they say violence, aggression, insanity. Well, you know, I mean, those three words are pretty crucial when you think about, I can't relate to that. Well, if you can't relate to violence, aggression, and insanity, which, sorry, if you're, you're looking for that on this podcast, you're not going to find it. Uh, you found the wrong two people. Um, you know, it's just... Yeah, I I think he was completely, obviously insane, talking in the mirror, having a back and forth conversation with his own self and almost Goblin taking on its own persona. And uh, his whole life is crashing down, too. He's voted out of the board. He's seen a lot of different, you know, he's spiraling in multiple different ways. What kills me, though, is like he murders somebody and he's like the only one on the scene when it happens. He murders two Oscorp people that voted him out as, you know, there's your motive right there. They voted mm-hmm. him out as the head of the company. Hey, they're going to take on the company, but one of the, um, one of the contingents on them taking the company is you can't be a part of it. And then two Oscorp people, one looks like professor X is, uh, is murdered. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, pretty much hey are is anyone thinking ding 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 is, ding is, you might be a bad guy yeah is anyone thinking hmm norman osborne is probably the bad guy at this point uh it just felt like you know and then peter he's on the scene of a murder yes he tripped over to that pole he technically did not murder him but they get flashing lights on him they can but it's it's murder yeah it's bad he cornered him into that i mean if i was an 18 year old kid and i witnessed that i'd be like not okay for a while so like norman and peter are both (laughs) if you want to say it technically murderers and it's like how has no one is is new york's finest this like incompetent i guess you know and i'm and i'm meaning it in a movie sense obviously not in a real life sense but like it almost like why is no one realizing this is a bad thing? These are bad people. Like, yeah. Two and two still makes four. Thank you. We can, we can still put those together. There was a lot of having to suspend my belief for a couple of, yeah. like, for a few scenes when it came to Norman and Peter during their kind of arcs. Um, and those, I don't know. It was very interesting, but kind of getting back on point for that final battle scene. Um, I, I, I don't know. Just a little lackluster could have been a little bit better. And uh, either way, um, you know, but, hey, let's just hope they learn from it and they grow from it. And maybe future movies 10, 15 years from now, they can do a little bit better. So, Or maybe, yeah, Spider-Man 2 will be better. Spider-Man 2. Um, and I hope they make Doc Ock. I would love to see that with Spider-Man 2. I would, I would too. But, like, there's no way. But I'm not going to. There's gonna, no way. There's no way. But think about this, too. And I know everyone's, like, rolling their eyes. Michael Keaton as the vulture. Just make it happen. Make it happen. I mean. I mean, I like, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, and the vulture and bats are both flying things. Oh man. It's like Michael Keaton and he played Birdman. So there you go. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. It's perfect. It's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. All right. I have to say that the, so the, the scene where um, Norman finds out that Peter Parker is Mm Spider-Man is first of all, did you realize that Peter Parker is wearing green? And Norman is wearing red, like they're wearing oh, I did not conflicting catch colors and each other's colors. I did not catch that. They are. And I got to say that that Thanksgiving is going to be more awkward than the Thanksgiving that we are about to undergo. 
Oh, touche. Right mean, after an election. Yeah. Differing um, opinions, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone <laughs> has their opinion on the election, um, for sure. But I think it's funny because even more awkward than um, um, Macy Gray singing Nutmeg, Nutmeg Fantasy is the Thanksgiving dinner. Um, there, It's weird. She's like, are you going to say Grace Norman? And he, he just like grabs a piece of like yes. stuffing and like licks his hands and fingers too long. And it's like awkward. And there's like, it's almost like ASMR. It's awkward it's, and weird. I hate it. So gross. It's, it's cringe. So, it, yeah. It's, it's and the, if anybody touches anything with their fingers this Thanksgiving, like, I'm sorry, you're out of the family. Get out of here. Yeah. It, it's really, really, really awkward. And then like, it's just, I don't know. It, it goes to really cringy there, but then like there's this wonderful turkey dinner, and basically he realized a blood dropped earlier from the ceiling, but but Spider Man was not there. Uh, like it was weird. But then after that, like hey, he has a cut on his arm. Is that Spider Man? And then I gotta go. I gotta go. And it, it's what, what, here's James Franco's impression. It's gonna be my best impression I've ever done. <laughs> where where are you going, Dad? Why are you leaving? We're just now about to cut the big turkey, and you're going to say grace while you're sharpening knives like a weirdo. <laughs> Maniacally sharpening it's knives. So it's so weird. weird. She's like, say grace, and he's like, shink, 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 shink. And I'm like, could you just... Get? And he's looking at her, and he's like awkwardly smiling, and don't worry. It's also creepy, but it's also very cringe. And maybe that's one and the same, to be honest. I don't know. But watching it, I was like... It's hard for me to watch this. Um, she's treating him like a three-year-old child, like slapping his hand, like "Don't you eat that yes, stuffing yeah. next to the turkey?" It was weird. The whole Thanksgiving scene, weird, cringy, weird, weird, weird. Which I have to say, when you're sitting with your family, who I'm sure that half of them voted differently than you, <laughs> just remember Spider-Man, and remember it could be more awkward. I think that's could a be. I think that's a wonderful thing to take away. It could always be yeah. Norman Oswald and you or Oswald. I said it again. Norman Osborne. This autocorrect. I'm going to quit looking at my phone. Norman Osborne. Um, noticing you have a cut on your arm and that you're Spider Man and he has to get up and go and he's sharpening knives while he's supposed to be saying grace. As awkward as Thanksgiving is, is it that awkward? It can't be. It, it can, cannot it be. It cannot be. It cannot be. So we hope we've helped you there for your upcoming Thanksgiving dinner, dinner coming up in a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> that's what we look out for is for you on MCU interview. So anyway, Emmy, uh, I, I think I've touched space on almost everything. I know we're going to get to the credits soon, but before we get to the credits, I want to make sure you've gotten everything covered from this wonderful 2017 movie. Thanks. I appreciate it because I honestly have not. No, go for um, it. I think that it's absolutely hilarious that they had to change the suit so that he could pee in it. Wait, what? There was a, there was a fly, not a fly. There was a flap, I believe, installed ah. in the front so that he could pee in the suit and not have to take the whole thing off. Because, like, has anyone been in a jumper? <laughs> like, <laughs> to go to the bathroom is the most demoralizing thing ever. <laughs> because the whole thing comes off. I've uh, never been in that uh, particular situation, but it, uh, I'm very thankful for that as well. So maybe cosplayers probably put that as well in their designs, saying, "Hey, we should put a flap well, here." Yeah, and I guess I guess I'm saying it as as a female who um, like that's like in right now, and I obviously I haven't worn one 
probably because of the fact that <laughs> like, if it's a shirt and pants all together, like it's all coming off when you go to the bathroom. Like, I love that. I was like, is there cold. anything you want to touch on before we head on out of here? And you said, yes, you, but you said yes with such confidence. And I believed every second, but the first thing is the, there's a <laughs> flap so he can pee. It's just so funny. Like, yeah, I got five things I want to talk about Brandon, but number one, the flap. <laughs> okay. Number two. Number is two. Be just as ridiculous. So he has a flap in the back so he can number two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming. I wish that was number two. Okay. What's okay. number two? Number two. PlayStation 3 took the font from this movie. Oh, that is a really good catch. That is a really good catch. Yes. Especially the opening credits. Good stuff, Emmy. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. Cause I was like, where does this font look familiar? I think you're spot on. That is PlayStation 3 fonts. But PlayStation mm -hmm. 3 came out before 2017 Spider Man. Oh, excuse me. So this movie took Cop. font. Thank you. Thank you. We got to get it right. Mm. <laughs> so, all right. Don't want to confuse anybody. <laughs> no, not like we've done any of that. So, what's number three? All right. I have a confession. Mm -hmm. I think I have two confessions because I wrote confessions. But I don't remember what the second one is. So hopefully well, maybe I'll remember the this second is three A and there might be a three B, maybe not. There might be a three B. It might be after seventeen. Yeah. We don't know. Who knows? We don't know. Who Order. Knows? Who cares? Yeah. Chaos. It's Whatever. fine. Yeah. Okay. So I would say that I took my answering machine, like my voicemail answering machine from MJ. But obviously, when I first got my first phone, I was sixteen. Um, so that's right around like 2005, 2006. Mm -hmm. Um, so my voicemail message was, Hey guys, it's Emmy. Sing your song at the beep. It was literally that up until 2015. Oh my gosh. When I graduated with a master's degree yeah, and tried to apply for jobs again, like I had graduated with a college degree applied for jobs, didn't change it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was, well, and actually that was 2015 was when I got my first iPhone. That is amazing. That is amazing. So, so this came out in 2017. So she obviously stole it from me. Correct. I would like royalties. I think you should get royalties. All right. And three B. Oh, we, we, we know three B. Okay. We know three B. I remember three B. Okay. So three B is that a, when I went to leave for school on Monday morning, um, I got walked into the biggest spider web I've ever seen in my, in my life. Mm. Um, it's, it was terrifying and it's a big spider and I had to go to school. And when I got home, I was like, okay, all right, it's time. We're going to, we're going to take you down. You don't belong in my doorway. Mm. Um, <laughs> But the spider web or the spider, like something had hit the spider web. So it was no longer in my doorway. It was probably my face, honestly. <laughs> so I'm able to go in and out of my door without disrupting said spider. And I was like, you know what? It's Spider-Man week. So I'm going to leave you up here and I'm going to name you Peter. Oh, <laughs> so Peter, the spider lives outside of house right now <laughs> and terrifies the, the living daylights out of me are every you, single time I walk out of my house. Are you, uh, what's the word when you're terrified, uh, arachnophobic or is that what it is? Or you're terrified of spiders. 
I it's yeah, arachnophobic is terrifying. Uh, are you or are you just more hate sp- spiders? Like, because I had a friend that was absolutely terrified of spiders. Like one of my buddies, Craig, when I was fourteen, and I knew him almost my whole life. <laughs> terrified. I mean, absolutely terrified of spiders. I I am not scared of spiders. They do not scare me. This one is just particularly large, mm-hmm. and it's just shocking to see that that early in the morning. And I'm more scared of hitting the web and it like getting on me mm-hmm. than of like the spider like dropping on my head. Like uh, I'd be okay. Uh, it's funny because I I there's one spider. Uh, we live out in the woods, and there's one spider that kind of um, puts his spider web between a tree, and it's always huge. And you see the web blowing in the wind, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. And he'll do it, and sometimes we'll knock it down, and he comes and, and like once every two or three years, he builds it right back up, or someone <laughs> of his kin does. And it was the other day I watched it, and it was blowing in the wind, and it was so beautiful, and I was like. I'm going to leave you up, man. I I, yeah. I I don't want to tear your house down. And I was mowing the lawn and I walked right through it and didn't realize it was <laughs> at, at night. You can see it in daylight. You yeah. cannot. So I wasn't like purposely. And I walked through it and I was like, there's a huge spider somewhere on my back. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it was like, and I, and I was like, I'm just waiting to feel it. And I brushed my body off like 500 times, still just making sure never felt it. But I apparently I took the spider web down, but no idea where the spider went, but I'm not Spider-Man. So that should tell you that, uh, what happened from that so it's just yeah either way and you're still alive so that's good too yeah i'm still alive thank goodness um so mcu interview if you ever see like the podcast just stop new episodes i got killed by a spider that's that's most likely or or he's just too busy with his night job of spider-man yeah exactly i'm either spider-man or i got killed by a spider that's those are the only two reasons why i'd stop this only, podcast only two options. <laughs> the only two so yeah so. not that we ran out of movies because i'm sure i'm sure that we could find some more to do well when we're doing 2017 spider-man you know like really what other spider-man movies are there to review so yeah 2019 spider-man yeah spider-man 2 yes but yeah 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 i agree same cast okay (laughs) um i need to get back on track and yeah i'm not it's not i'm not scared of spiders i will try to save spiders because i know that they're good i'm the same way like i'm the same way bugs i don't want to walk into a spider you know who would hate spiders though clinton we don't need you. We don't need we you. We don't need you, Clinton. Get out of here. We need that negativity. Get no, out of this spider-loving podcast. We don't need it. You know, it might actually be nice to have like a contradictory voice. Yeah, we agree a lot. Yeah. No, we don't need them. We don't need yeah, you, Clinton. No, no, no. <laughs> um. Okay. Did you know that there was supposed to be a Wolverine cameo? No, there in this w- movie. Really? Yes. Like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yes, he flew to New York to film, but they like couldn't figure out some of the logistics or they couldn't figure I mean, out the, like, the, how to use him. But the rights, I mean, Fox. Oh, uh, no, that's what it was. Yeah. They couldn't get the, the, the rights. They couldn't get the suit. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Hugh Jackman. They couldn't get like the X-Men mm-hmm. Wolverine I mean, Fox, black and yellow suit. Fox owns that movie intellectual property or at least at that point gosh i'm gonna sound really stupid here i don't care i'm gonna keep the joke alive from 2017 at that point you know actually that is kind of true i think at 2017 at that point wolverine was owned by fox and so sony being spider-man and you know it's funny because kevin feige was behind this spider-man movie no lie um really thought it was really really wonderful stuff and so but i think that it was just 
it was so new. The Marvel universe was so new. It was interesting. So they probably like, let's have a Wolverine cameo, but they didn't know the nuances of, Oh, Fox has this. And no legalities. I, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it became way more defined as the years go by. But yeah, that's a really cool take. Cause imagine seeing uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in that, or, you know, since, you know, Hugh, Hugh Jackman was not in the MCU, Iron Man is, you know, we know we're going to see a Captain America and Spider-Man moment. We know we're going to see Captain America and Iron Man, um, to see Wolverine and Spider-Man next to each other. That would have been really, really amazing stuff, mm-hmm. but really what would he have done? And then would you have been questioning when he's fighting all these things? Like, why isn't Wolverine showing up? Uh, I don't know. I think, and, yeah. Like how would they connect that? Because that would have been, our our hmm this is very hard to talk about yeah go for it our frame of reference was more the days of future past um being like the more focused on the past part of that that would have been more the the um generation of mutant that they would have been integrating into this spider-man right if they had used hugh jackman it would have also been you know like halle berry and Mm -hmm. uh uh, James Marsden and oh, I forget her name. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. So it, it's interesting though. Very cool take. So yeah. Okay. Um, and my final thing, final thing, I don't know why I left this for last <laughs> the hand gestures, whenever he's trying out different hand gestures to I make have, the webs go. I thought, that is one of my favorite things. I was going to say, I, I'm so glad you said that because I was going to say the same thing. I thought this is one of the funniest things like uh, that is in the entire movie. And I, I've got it written down. I even quoted it because I thought it was actually really, really funny with, you know, what he's saying and how he's trying to, um, you know, get the, the uh, spider web going. So uh, do you have it written down by any chance? I have two. You have two. You have two. Okay, go with your two, and then I will kind of backfill you. Um, and I, I guess I was hoping that you could kind of fill in. Oh, um, I, I can say it. In, I can say it. And you well, guess, Yeah, go for it. Well, the background, I guess, is what I was hoping you could fill in. Oh, what do you mean the background? Like up, up, and away? Yes. Is something from some comic or somebody famous? Oh gosh, I know what it is. (laughs) Uh, Up, up, and away. I think it's. It's like Superman. I feel like it it sounds very much like Superman. I'm trying to think. Uh, What is it? Uh, Jeez. Well, I'll say the other one, and the other one that I had written down is Shazam, and it's not Shazam for the DC series that we just got a movie from. It's Shazam from. And that's another one that I don't it's it's not that Shazam but it's also you know it's just a fun word to, to say mm-hmm. Shazam Shazam yeah because it's funny when he takes over and he's like go web and nothing happens and he goes fly <laughs> up up and away web Shazam go 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 web go and it's just so funny, just like him, like, you know, just that moment where I think I got it in control and he doesn't. And we've all been there. Um, I, I thought it was really, really funny. And it's funny. It was right before that scene I talked about where he, like, risked his life for a web he didn't know the strength of. Um, mm-hmm. Right before a scene, I really didn't, I don't know, didn't make much sense. Uh, right before that was just really funny, comical moments. And I really, really yeah. appreciated it. So, yeah, good stuff. And then just risks his life. Risks you know. his life. Yeah. So. As one does. So that is, is that everything you had on your notes to, to head on out for this, this episode of MCU in review? 
credits? No. What? I know he's not here. Mm. Stan Lee. Yes. Yeah. And he, isn't he saving a kid? Like it's a quick scene where he's saving a child. Blink and you miss it. I agree. I was looking down, taking my notes and uh-huh. I, and I took, I looked up real quick and I was like, Oh, there's Stanley. There's Stanley. And, uh, I, I, I really thought that, um, it's not a speaking line at all. Um, no. but there's a part where, um, MJ is in trouble. She's kind of at, at the unity festival the when uni- he blows up the balcony. Yeah. Anytime Macy Gray is singing disaster happens. And, uh, it was, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, we see the green Go- goblin and he throws a bomb at the scene at the Norman estate. And you see, say, stand the man saving a child. And, um, it's so quick. Exactly what Emmy said. You blink, you blink, you miss it. And, uh, yeah, for a cameo sake, I would have loved a speaking part, especially for one, three years ago. Um, but it was cool to see him. It was cool to see. And Spider-Man's always been kind of his baby. I know Ditko had a huge part of it as well, especially in the art direction. And I think Ditko is wonderful. Um, and uh, if we can see more of the Spider-Man eyes with Ditko's take, maybe in a later Spider-Man movie, that would be wonderful. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> but like, I, I really thought it was just cool seeing him. It was really cool seeing them. And sometimes maybe the unspoken gives you a little bit more chills than the spoken. And uh, just a quick little... I don't know. Like, I just thought... Not was, this time. I don't know. I, I smiled. It's too quick. It, 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 but it was so long ago, it made me smile. Because it was so... It, it felt like so in the past. Like oh. Three whole years ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. So now, long. I, I, I don't... I prefer his speaking roles. I still think like Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. One of my... Definitely my Excelsior. Le- yeah, Excelsior while he's drinking. I, I, I love that scene so much. I love Stan the Man. And um yeah, this was really cool. This was really cool. Even if it wasn't a speaking part, I just I, I have a new feeling for these cameos since he's passed. I, I just love every one of them. I know we rank yeah. them. I know we rank them in. I, I get that, but sometimes maybe just taking in you know, this wonderful human being that gave us this world to enjoy that we can joke about it or love, love it and have a whole podcast about it. It was, uh, it was multiple people's vision, but really Stan was a big central part of it. And, uh, yeah, I love it. I absolutely loved it. Um, could it be better? Yes, but it's still cool. Like for such an older movie. He is. Yeah. He is saving a kid. Like that's, that's like, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. But also at the same time, like, have you met kids? <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Stan Lee was the the villain of this movie. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. It's trust me. Yeah, it's all good. So we're gonna wrap things up with MCU interview. This has been an uh, an amazing episode talking about Spider Man. Remember, uh, listen to the post theme song for a little special blurb, a special post credit scene from Emmy and I. Uh, we look forward to talking to you there. Um, however, I do have a couple of credits that I want to talk about. I, I, I'm glad that you have a couple because I have three and these credits were short. Like not a lot of people worked on this movie. No. And I think that it showed. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I have two and I, none of them were good at all. But like first I want to say the credits start rolling and I take my notes on notepad on the iOS, the iPhone. Um, and it's so funny. I wrote Nickelback and I kid you not, my iPhone corrected it to nickel suck. And I could not, (laughs) 
I thought it was so funny. I left it in there. Usually, I just delete it and correct whatever the autocorrect is if I have time. But do you do you ever have like the things that you type a lot in your phone? Mm-hmm. Your phone will autocorrect. So do you type nickel suck a lot? I don't. That's what's crazy. I have okay. no idea where it came from, but. Apparently, the way I typed it, it was uh, when it auto corrected to nickel suck. I was like, that made me laugh. I hope to bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm not going to change that. So I have nick credits, nickel suck. And then I have, I'm so high, I can hear heaven. And then, like, and then there's no heaven down in me. And they say, a hero that can save us. I'm not going to stand here and wait. If that's not the scene, for, scene, or excuse me, if that's not the theme song for 2017, I don't know what is. Uh, it was really wonderful. I enjoyed it. Nickel Suck with uh, a hero. Really, really funny. And I know it's not even Nickel Suck. It's Josie Scott and Chad Kroger. But it was uh, really it's wonderful. Enough. It it's made, enough of Nickel Suck. It's definitely some kind of suck is in there. Um, it just made me laugh. The credits roll. And I've got two. I'm going to give one. Actually, you have three. So you go one, and then I'll go two. You go three, I'll go four, and then you go five. That will give us all five of ours. So you start out with one of yours on the credits. Oh, gosh. They're not okay. even good. Mine aren't even good. I will no, say that. Yeah. mine aren't either. Okay. Well, who you got? All right. So I didn't catch what this guy does, but his name is Larry Shorts. Larry Shorts. Larry Shorts. Yeah, I've got... Uh, <laughs> if this is not the so most... Bad. Oh, mine's not better, Emmy. I'm not trying to know. I've got uh, a storyboard artist, Dan Sweet, man. Uh, <laughs> I thought of Dude, Where's My Car? Because Renee and I watched that the other day. So, I like that. I like so, that. So, uh, Dan Sweet, man. Uh, I thought it rhymed, too. Dan Sweet, man. And I, I would love to say, hey, if you need a sweet man, I'm Dan. Uh, <laughs> man, I thought that you was... Would- one hundred percent. You have to open a candy shop. Oh yeah, and, and and let you. Never mind. I'm not gonna quote Fifty Cent here. I'm better than that. So anyway, <laughs> so but then some forty one plays rock. It's what we're all about. It's what we live, it's for. What we live for. Come on, shout, it, shout it, out. it out. It's rock. It's so good. And if you don't scream, it's, and if you notice, I'm singing the lyrics because I know every single lyric for this entire soundtrack. soundtrack. You should every single one. Baby, I know you're so mad at me. And you are so- oh my gosh, Macy Gray! Tell me that's not Macy Gray. You- I mean, yeah, it was until you like in the. In the I microphone. started laughing. I can't help it. Like it don't mean we have to mope around. I mean, it's it's. You are very no good no. It's it's Macy Gray. It, it, she, I think she, she lives here. Oh, 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 she lives with you? She does. Hey, Macy Gray, can you... Can, back into the wall. Can you, can you, can you sing Macy Gray real quick, please? For my nutty nutmeg fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But no, anyway, some 41's blasting and then... Um, oh, sorry, I already said Dan Sweetman. Some 41's blasting. Emmy, who is your second credits? Our assistant location manager, who I... I I shorted. I I autocorrected myself and put ass lock manager. So I'm assuming that means assistant location manager. Yeah, I would. Anything you're ass locking is usually assistant of locking. (laughs) His his name is Ian Matt Gregor. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Literally, Ian 
I-A-N, Mac McGregor. So he has the high ground, I'm assuming. Star Wars reference, Ian McGregor, maybe. Oh, see, I was going with Iron Man, too. Deep cut here. Deep cut on MCU interview. (laughs) (laughs) We're bringing a little Star Wars into it. All right. Sorry. I've got uh, a fabricator. I don't even know what that does. I don't know who you are to be a fabricator. I have no idea. You fabricate things. That's a really good take. I mean, I appreciate you being here. If there's anything, you know, that's absolutely wonderful. I would say the fabricator is Garth Winkless. Um, I thought Winkless was really (laughs) If I'm going back to eighth grade, which is when I saw this movie, (laughs) it's Garth Winkless. Um, It's not bad. It's not bad, but it's the only two I got. So that's the last one I have. Emmy, who's your third and final credits? Man, I'm really, I'm really hoping. Okay. All right. So he's the negative cutter. And I just assume that that's the person who like feels that the room's getting too negative. And so he, he comes <laughs> in and cuts it up and he's like, nah, I mean, none of this negative. That's what we and did for like, MCU in review. That's why Clinton's not here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so our negative cutter, I just, you know, you know what I need more of? What you need more of? I need Mo Henry. Oh, snap. Mo Henry. I, I, hey, Mo Henry, if you have some time and you'd like to talk about your 2017 involvement of Spider-Man, we'd love to have you. That would be wonderful. So, Or, you know, maybe some other time that's not 2017. <laughs> maybe it's a little counting. Also, Doug Butts, um, I messaged you on LinkedIn and you haven't messaged me back. So, like, How busy is Doug Butts? Let's be real. Come on now. <laughs> We Very want true. we want Doug Butts on the show. Doug Butts, hey, MCU interview. Hey. If you can go on LinkedIn, if you're a fan of MCU interview and you have a LinkedIn account, go to Doug Butts and say, hey, Doug, Mr. Butts, I think you're being a butt right now by not getting back no, to them. No, don't say that. Don't, no, don't, no, no, no. no. We sorry, sorry, nice. sorry, no. sorry. We got to be nice. Sorry. I apologize. No, don't, yeah. don't do really, that. Really, really, yeah. We're going to be nice. No, you know what? We're not going to be nice. We're not going to be nice. Hey, Mr. No. Butts. Hey, you're being a butt. <laughs> We want you on this podcast. And we don't need Clinton. We don't need Clinton either. So anyway, that is, uh, oh, there's no post-credit scene, which is shocking. I, I, this is the first, you know, like it felt very different. It felt very different. It felt very, uh, wow. Like it felt like almost out I, of si- outside of this universe almost. Yeah. It, it, yes, exactly. That's a very good point. Thank outside you. of this universe. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nope, nope. I was hoping to have something. Hey. I mean, the post credit scene, but we didn't have that. And it's funny. But I did. I watched the entire credit. I did too. It was only like three seconds. It was like like nobody. There's nobody. It's literally, it's probably 20 seconds of credits. Um, And that's not like the TNT made for TV movie version. It's fully like Amazon Prime, 20 seconds. There's like 10 people that are involved in this movie. And then there's no post credit scene. And yeah, and one of the 10 people are Macy Gray. So it's really, really interesting. So (laughs) in some 41 (laughs) in some 41 and nickel suck. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that is the movie. So kind of just, Hey, what do we think now? Um, it's aged. It's, it's not the most amazing movie in the world. It's aged, I guess is the best way to put it, but I would say it's still a good time. There's still some enjoyment to be had. Um, 
And it's nice to kind of go back into time a little bit and see, yes. wow, where did the first Spider-Man begin? So um, I would recommend it. I really would. Um, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, like I said, I saw Spider-Man 3 uh, fan fiction recently. That's not one I would ever recommend. It's not good. Um, this one, I was pleasantly surprised how much I took away from it and actually liked. So um, anyway, uh, not Marvel's best by any means, but still a great time. So Emmy, what do you think? I, I would agree with everything that you just said. And, and yeah, I enjoy this so much for the nostalgia mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's aged that well, especially based on how far we've come just in the last three years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was a very good uh, jumping off point for... For Spider-Man, for Spider-Man, Spider-Man, for Spider-Man, for Spider-Man. Yes, exactly. I got yeah. you. I well, got you. Yeah. Yes. I could tell. For, yeah. Struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and, and I guess I had actually completely forgotten about the, the X-Men movies. Um, yeah. That, 2000. I mean, came way before this. Way, like two years <laughs> at least. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will also say that I think even though those movies came out way, way before this, this was the one movie that really got me to look at comic book movies, even though me being 13 years old, I don't think it was for the right reason. (laughs) Right. Not, and not that like the reason, but like, just like, I wasn't looking at this as like a comic book movie. I was looking at it as like a a hopeless romance movie of like, but that's, but that's really cool that you can take kind of a Spider-Man movie and make it the hopeless romantic movie as well. You know what I mean? It's not so superhero. Yeah, and I guess maybe that's what I needed at that point, and now it doesn't hit as hard because I'm like, no, this is what I want, and it's not giving it to me. And I would like to point out too that I'm not the only person who thought that. You're not. I, did you hear me? I like gushed over a Peter Parker quote. <laughs> now I apparently my boyfriend also thought that it was like a romantic movie back in the day. So like, it's not just me. It's not just you. <laughs> it's not just you. And um, I think you really brought up something that I want to touch base on real quick is this movie was kind of the realization for uh, a lot of, you know, this was my childhood on a big screen. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Um, Yeah. We would end up seeing movies uh, with Iron Man and Captain America, you know, that are not Spider-Man. Don't get me wrong, but you know, Spider-Man was a big part of a lot of kids childhood, including my own. And uh, it was cool to see, Oh wow, this is real. This is amazing. And I, I don't know. I really like that part. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did a good job there. You did a great <laughs> job. No, I appreciate it. Well, we're going to head on out of here. Remember there's a post credit scene after our theme song. So we're going to head on out of here. But if you hear the final song, don't turn it off. Don't pause it. You'll hear from Emmy and I right afterward. So uh, that's something we can do without Clinton and uh, it's going to be wonderful. So Emmy, when we kind of officially head out of here before our post credit scene, do you have anything else before we leave? I am so high. I can hear heaven. And I am so high. I can hear heaven. Oh, my heaven. Please cut me off of heaven. Walk me. And they say that I hear I'm not gonna stand here and wait. I'll hold on to the wings of the eagle.
We're done. We're done. We're done. We're in post credit scene. We're in post credit scene, Amy. We're in post credit scene. Watching us. No, no, Amy. I can I can can mute you. I can mute you. Don't make me do it. Amy's been muted. (laughs) Amy's been muted. We are welcome to the post credit scene of MCU in review. You're not muted anymore. No, but I had to cut you off. I've been waiting for that. And the fact that you brought it up during that episode so often, (laughs) I was like, is your school today? Every time it popped into my brain, I was like, I can't wait to do that to Brandon. Well, welcome to the post credit scene of MCU in review. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes, we know Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is not 2017 Spider-Man. What? Oh man, I'm just revealing this to me. This is oh, huge. Oh man. Yeah. No, we. Re- just kidding. And if anyone makes it this far, thank you for listening. We hope you had a good time just kind of going back in 2002's. Uh, is it 2002? I think that's when the movie mm-hmm. came out. 2002's yep. Spider Man. Uh, we wanted to just take a break and review something different, but we also didn't want to review Spider Man Homecoming without Clinton. Uh, Clinton. Absolutely not. We made a joke throughout this whole podcast, both with Spider-Man and with Clinton. But the truth remains that uh, we didn't want to do this without him. He's a he's a huge part of our podcast. And, uh, hey, we have life that happens. We have things that come in the way. That doesn't mean we have to keep going on. Sometimes you wait for your friend. You wait for your brother. And you wait for your you know a good friend of yours to keep, keep the ball rolling. So Spider-Man Homecoming will be coming. Mm-hmm. Clinton, we need you. We love you, man. We love you. <laughs> so, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, we will be reviewing. We cannot wait for Spider-Man Homecoming. But just a heads up, we are taking a week off, uh, kind of getting everything together. We're going to get ready for Spider-Man Homecoming, and we're going to get ready for the next slate of uh, Phase 3. So, next week, you will not have an MCU in review. Hey, tweet us. Twitch us. Uh, go to our Facebook page. You can reach us anywhere. Um, hey, hang out with us. We'd love to talk with you. Uh, Instagram us. Um, but right, we are going to take a week off, and we will be back at it after one week off uh, with Spider-Man Homecoming, and we cannot wait. So what do you think, Emmy? And they're watching us. Oh. And they're watching us. We're going to do another thing. As we all fly.